It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Hello there. Hello. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> no. No, not there. Not already. Wait, wrong. I have Buffalo. the wrong background for that, but okay. <laughs> Buffalo Bill, stop, please. I'm no. super happy, you guys. New ACDC album. They're still alive? What? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, Brian Johnson's back. We cut that segment from the other podcast. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> it don't matter. I'm still we're, happy. Where we're Tivis uh, like, just showed us that he was... Uh-oh. I, I I was about to say a man, but <laughs> where Tim has showed us his <laughs> music card. Wow. I so... did not show them that. <laughs> wow. I think we're all pretty tired today. Uh, I'm go- I, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm kind of tired. Uh, but I want to start this off before we dive into other shit. Because I watched a movie that oh, we had no. talked about on the podcast when the trailer dropped. Um... And I got some words, both good and bad, and some kind of funny things about it. So I watched American Pie Presents Girls Rules, which is on Netflix right now, guys. Uh, So this movie isn't... (laughs) It was a lot better than I fucking thought it would be. (laughs) Let's just say that. Um, There's there's a lot of... uh, the. Okay, so here's the funny thing. You guys know American Pie. Uh, yes. It's supposed to be based in Michigan, correct? Like, all the other movies were based in Michigan, around uh, Michigan State and shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Ann Arbor and, um, and a lot of stuff like that. This is the first... Time. Yeah, this is the first American Pie movie where they still are based in that city. At Great Falls and everything like that. But as we're watching the movie, because my wife is from Michigan... And I, of course, have been around Michigan my entire life, too. Wolverines. They had mountains in the background, like shit from California. You could tell that a lot of this stuff was shot in California. (laughs) Mountains in California? Yeah. Dang. Going up to Aspen? Wait, is that right? Colorado? But okay. There there we go. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I should know that because of Dumb and Dumber. Oh, do I? But yeah, the the backdrop for this movie was all kinds of weird because they actually had the university um, when they they went to the college campus and stuff. Um, so they but then, filmed at least a little bit. Yeah, they like dr- jumped back and forth. You could tell which movies do all the time, but it was just funny because it was the first time watching an American Pie movie where it didn't constantly feel like it was actually in Michigan, which was <laughs> interesting. Manchester. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, that was like my biggest gripe about it. Actually, is like the placement. Well, honestly. because what I'm looking at, I'm looking at California mountain ranges. Yeah. Yep. There's one called the Black Mountains. Yeah. Um, so I, from what it sounds like, the way you just described that, you're a racist. So okay, that's why you, that's why you didn't like it. Most likely, because <laughs> it, it had California Black Mountain range. But no, there. as far as the movie goes, I'm not gonna try and dive into it because I don't want to spoil it. Because it is actually a pretty fun movie, and it just came out, so I don't want to spoil for people listening to shit. Um, so 
my my biggest gripe, I guess, besides the mountains, is the reviewers coming out for this movie. Uh-oh. Um, of course, this movie is American Pie, just based around the females instead of the males this time. Of course, um, it's done very well, but some reviewers <laughs> are out there going like, uh, "Oh, here, I'm gonna pull up this one, and I'm just gonna read a section of this review because." Oh, no. I read it to Nikki and she even laughed. Oh Lord. Because she, okay. So my wife did watch this movie with me. It wasn't just me watching a bunch of high schoolers like by myself. It's fine. It's not, it's not like Although, you're watching cuties. It's yes. Fine. Ex- it wasn't cuties. <laughs> and all the actors are in their twenties at least. <laughs> um, it's sad that we have to specify things like this. Right. <laughs> so where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? All right, here we go. The problem with Girls Rules is not that it's low budget or the ninth entry in the 20-year-old franchise or laden with countless incest-adjacent jokes, which I didn't see any incest jokes, but okay. Um, no, though the problem is, and here's where it gets where I got. I was just like, what the fuck? The problem <laughs> is that it envisions itself as a progressive reboot of the original merely because it stars women. Sadly, there's nothing resembling a human female. In this tasteless but mild tender, mildly tender rom-com dashed together by a male director, two male screenwriters, and a half-male producing team, the film appears to be the cinematic equivalent of two straight girls making out at a party for some bro's attention. That's what this person wrote in their review about this movie. And I, my wife read this review as well um, because she was surprised that she actually enjoyed the movie as well because she didn't Mm -hmm. she doesn't really like the american pie movies a whole lot especially Mm -hmm. the presents ones because the presents ones are always more of a hyperbolic statement onto everything that they're doing um not that fucking a pie isn't hyperbolic anyway yeah i was gonna say i mean did you did you see american wedding (laughs) right that shit got got weird i i really liked Bandcamp. that was kind of the only like spinoff one i ever watched i I I thought that one was pretty good because Bandcamp, there was a there was a time period between Bandcamp and like bay the house to Mm -hmm. where they went more from like serious tone to more well not serious tone but like more serious comedy i guess dramatic Mm -hmm. comedy to more like outlandish comedy um this one kind of goes back it reminds me a little bit more of a beta house or a, a band camp more in a beta house film um however the issue that we both had with this is it says um there is no resembling of human females in this film during That's a the very in- weird statement yes during the entire movie me and my wife were both like reminiscing about high school and we we're like, oh, I know someone exactly like that from fucking high school. This was my female yeah. wife saying this about female characters, about females that she knew in high school for real people. So this, whoever kinda wrote this you, review is just fucking retarded. Well, kind of makes you wonder what gender the author of that comment is. Very, maybe it's a male. No, no, this I'm one putting, is I'm a female. Putting, no. Oh, no. I would have um, absolutely put my money on a virtue signaling dude <laughs> on that one. And uh, and this is the part of the the thing. So this is from the Hollywood Reporter. Oh, great. This is um, fun. And then I went to uh, uh, 
Rotten Tomatoes. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. And this yeah, same the person posted WB. the ex- yeah yeah. This <laughs> the same person posted the same thing over there, and then I was just like, oh, you're just you you just want the attention, making um, the rounds, making. The but rounds. actually, like the fact that they have to point out that it's a male director and male screenwriters yep. writing for females. It kind of like takes away your point, like, oh, so you weren't even caring about the movie in the first place. Yeah. Like you didn't watch the movie. Like and and the fact that they later on in the thing they also talk about how um they the 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 main plot is kind of stupid. So in the from the trailer I had gathered that all the girls were supposedly virgins, like in the first American Pie, right? Um and that the, their whole thing was to go out and have sex. Like, the, that was their goal to not be virgins or something. That's mm-hmm. not the case with this movie. The The pack that they actually set up is actually a little bit more... Um, less. It's less juvenile than just, like, I gotta go have sex. Um, and there's only one girl in their group that is still a virgin for the movie, <laughs> during the movie. So, and there is a stiffler. One of the girls is a stiffler. <laughs> and she does a very decent job at being a stifler, but also like giving that feminine twist to it as well, I guess. You know, she's not running around just grabbing dudes' dicks or something like that. Like you would think that they would do with a, a stifler. Well, I don't know. I mean, other than the mom, has there ever been a female stifler? Um, no. And was the mom actually a stifler or is she married into the family? I would imagine she, she married it. She married in, but I don't know. Maybe. Because in Bandcamp, his parent his dad was the stifler, right? Oh no, Bandcamp was the brother. He was the brother. It was the brother, yeah. In Bay the House, his dad was a stifler. So, so I don't the recall mom is somebody else then. Yeah. So Unless the that... mom the mom either married in so Stifler's mom from the original either married into the family or she is a sister who just had a kid on the side and didn't get married. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, because I'm just like, I because then that, that. That, well, because it opens up the idea that like, yeah, you could make her a little different. She doesn't have to be like the brothers. Right. You know? And this is, it is separated by 20 years from the first movie. So, yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you know, people change, times change and shit. And, and they actually do a decent job of it. Like all the comments I, I've read about the movie have to deal with basically the guys who wrote the movie or directed the movie because they're men. Um, we actually looked it up because I didn't pay attention to the credits. Like I didn't see the director's name and I was like, I wonder who directed this. And then I was like, you know, it's kind of fucked up. I have to say who, I wonder who directed this because it, you know, it's basically a female movie and, and me and Nikki looked it up and we saw the director and, like, I don't know if they were sleeves or if they were actual tattoos, but it was just, just like, dude who looks like a big old biker guy. I was like, okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... But it's it was like, still an entertaining film. Yeah, I mean, but it's always that conversation, though. It's like, in this day and age, for some reason, we can't just watch the movie. Right. You know, it's like, I'm I'm all for, like, critiquing a film, like like, taking a magnifying glass to it, like, on a structural level and just making sure, like, everything is kind of sound and you know and then you can like pay attention to the music and then you can yeah. check out the editing and it's like okay is everything ebbing and flowing oh is yeah. there something that's not working so now i'm noticing it but when you look at it through this weird um gender political lens it really just kind of saps all the like nuance from stuff because it's like you start thinking of weird shit like that where it's like 
oh, I wonder, did a man write this? Did a man direct this? And then, yeah, like, yeah. and then, like, every scene you notice, like, is there a minority in this scene? There better be, you know, like, weird right. stuff like that when I feel like well, we've always had diversity on the screen, like, in the old films, and we just, like, just didn't like pay Nikki, attention to that stuff because we didn't like, care. It was in the background. Yeah. Well, like Nick said, is, like, basically, like, it, it – not only like they're questioning who directed it or who wrote it or whatever, it's like that they're saying that these characters aren't like real like incarnations of females that they've knew in the real world. She's like, well, just because you didn't know people like that doesn't mean those people don't exist. She's like, people yeah, like that or- exist. Plus, it's a movie, a comedy movie, so they're taking elements from possible real life people and making them a little yeah. m- more hyperbolic. Yeah. Like it's that. It's, that's how fucking movies are made sometimes. Like, you're going to go yeah. to and watch a fucking Adam Sandler movie, which we'll get into, Tivis, and I'm expect, not. like, the characters to not be fucking hyperbolic and shit. And, like... Well, it just makes me laugh. Like, the words archetype mean something. It's like... Yeah. You, you Like, the archetype is the base, like, the base template that you have for a character. And mm. it's up to the movie to figure out if there's going to be extra dimensions to that archetype. Or are they just hero man damsel in distress yeah, yeah you know are they those you know nerdy science person right. like are they just gonna be that only or are they gonna have like a personality and other traits that define them like yeah that's up to the writer which to do. which is perfectly which i really liked about the stifler character too is they they show her as like this badass like right when you int- when they introduce her they they show her do this thing and so you get the feel and then you realize, oh, that's the Stifler right there. Uh, mainly because the person calls him Stifler at the end of the scene. But uh, I was just like, okay, so that sets the tone for this character. But then that character has like tone shifts throughout the movie. Kind of like uh, Sean William Scott's character in American Wedding, where he was like mm. always trying to be that, like the, the Stifler we knew from the first one. And then jumping to like the Stifler. Like he's he's trying coming to impress in. The, trying to yeah, impress yeah, yeah. that girl and prove that he's not an asshole. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah so it, it was not a horrible movie. It I found it to be more uh or less juvenile than like Bay the House and um, Naked Mile. I believe it is. Well, you'd like to think maybe they would have a little bit of like like yeah i don't know they dial it back a little bit because they are trying something a little different with the female cast right right so it's like maybe don't scare everybody off in the first also know, the first attempt no boobs in this movie i think it's the first american pie movie without any boobs in it which is there is there at least a dong no yeah that's what i was about to ask no i think it's <laughs> the movie pg-13 because i didn't see any nudity in this film well then that just seems uh... like counterproductive to the actual franchise then um they do go into like a porn That's shop, insane. which is also another thing I had intru- wow. like a thing with. I was like, as it was going on, I was like, uh, this girl Arr. opens up a drawer full of a bunch of dildos. I was like, how's that girl have that many dildos? And she's like, what guys can uh, get porn? My- Nikki did this, so we were going back and forth like guy girl thing <laughs> during the whole movie, which was awesome because you don't get that all the time when you're watching these movies, especially if you watch them by yourself. Tim, and she's I like you over there being a pirate. What, yeah. What was the, what was the R? Oh, that's the rating. Oh, okay. For this one? What yeah. is it? R. R? Okay. Well, so I'm guessing for language and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and there is a lot of sexual 
uh, jokes and stuff in there too. So, but so, uh, oh, go on. I was just gonna. I looked up the director, Mike Elliott. Yes. Uh, and you're gonna have to help me with these, but okay. He formed Capital Arts Entertainment with Rob Kirchner and Joe Janier. Okay. But uh, they produced a ton of films, including Casper Meets Wendy and Adam's Family Reunion. Yeah. He, <laughs> His... he also helped produce Three from Hell with Rob Zombie, which was Rob Zombie's latest uh, addition yeah, to and, the uh, Devil's Rejects films. Time Cop 2. But yeah. stuff he's directed, Beethoven's Big, Big Break, Blue yeah. Crush 2, a Warden's Ransom, The Scorpion King 4, November Rule, and Girls Rule. Yeah. He doesn't have many on his directing, but his producing is, like, there, so... Oh, yeah, no, it's a ton. They basically, uh... Scorpion King 4? Did you yeah. see that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's one he directed. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, why not? Like... It looks like there was a five-year gap between his directing, but he has been producing a lot of shit. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, but, no, like like I was saying, uh, yeah. with, like, the dildo thing, like, this girl opens up this, just a nightstand drawer, and it's full of dildo, like, the expensive ones, too. Um, <sighs> and not, like, the ones that just look like dicks, either. But uh, this is adult podcast. People grow up. John, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's um, just weird how you're like. It's like no, there's just there's so many dildos, just all there manners was just of dildos. So many of them, and these girls are supposed to be in high school, and they were the pricey ones. <laughs> they were, um, <laughs> and the there's these girls are supposed one. to be in high school and shit. And I was look, I looked at Nikki. I was like, what fucking girl? Why does she have so many? I was like, she can't do. And she's like. Well, why can guys have uh, porn and stuff, but girls can't? I was like, but she's in high school. You can't even go into an adult store unless you're 18 years old and purchase this stuff. And she's like, oh, okay. I was like, unless her mom is buying it for her dad or somebody, which is even weirder. But yeah. I don't know. The internet exists. You and then at 18 when you're in high school. I'm just going to say, they see you can. You can. We, which we got into that conversation too. I was like, so maybe one of them is 18 or something. Or and all also, of them. And also, so, and also, we are talking about a porn shop that would require you to be eighteen to get into the store. I mean, Spencer's gift sells. You can't buy those at shit. Spencer's unless well, you're eighteen. I, I know that, which is something I had to tell Nikki that too. <laughs> what about Amazon? You're bringing up all the her points. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon, yes, you could actually probably get them on yep. Amazon. So, fuck me. Yes, Timmy, you're right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that Done. because online shops, they don't ID for anything. So, the, yeah. The internet is a glorious place. Yeah. Hopefully okay. not eBay. Okay, I'm going to shut my mouth on that one. I'll, I'll even tell her Amazon when she gets home tonight. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, also, we actually... I, I, I do still feel like I still I still do feel like me and Tivis already counted it in the first place with the fact that you can be 18 in high school. You can be, but like you know, for all of them to be 18, it would just be kind of. Well, you'd only need one person to buy it. Well, granted, it, it's the two girl of them who has going them. into the store though by uh, later on in the movie. So all right, fair enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, weird my... thing to harp on. But if you're gonna argue it, I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> How many dildos should a high school girl have? Hmm. How many dildos can a dildo have if a dildo could dildos? I don't know. I don't know, man. 
All right, yeah. So, but no, after we watched the movie, we ended up going to bed. And we stayed up in bed talking about people from high school no. that we remember no, just like that. that. <laughs> oh, no. That is some good so, pillow talk right there. Also, was that a cherry Coke that you were? Cherry thinking? vanilla. Oh. I was going to make a cherry popping joke. Now I don't want to anymore. Yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Time has passed. <laughs> but, yeah, no, but, my biggest gripe with seeing the reviews on it is a lot of them just harp on the fact that a man directed it and men wrote it. Well, that's like, oh. pretty much what film criticism is at this point. It's, it's, it's just annoying. It, usually you can't, you can't get more than three comments in before it devolves into that kind of weird meta narrative nonsense. Yeah. Oh, Tiv is left. No, I'm oh, here. There he's back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look and see what these other guys wrote. Um, oh, so one of the writers has been the writer for American Pie Wedding, American Reunion, mm. and American Pie. Oh, he wrote on all three of the, the like, the originals. The originals? Yeah. Okay, so maybe that explains a little bit more of why it's it's somewhat serious tone, like, underlying can, tones, so. Can I, can I say, though, I, I, I want to get back to the, a, a minor point. Yeah, and especially that Tivis brought up that it was rated R. Um, I I'm actually upset. One, come on, nudity's great, so mm. come on, sling a boob out there. They did I, show but, a lot of ass. Well, no, I well, think a yeah. lot of ass was shown. Yeah, but I I you see man butt in like everything that's like PG thirteen, but um, especially any sci fi crappy yeah. original movie. If this is kind of quote unquote geared towards women, because you know it's like their version of it, mm-hmm. I, the fact that you're not seeing it, seeing a couple of dongs slanging around, seems just kind of it. It, it seems kind of lame. I you feel just, like you uh, see a lot of dildos. Lost... Um, yeah, but that's not the same thing. Like we got, we got. I'm trying I mean, to think, think about if the there is one. a dong at all. Like... Elizabeth, we got. Yeah. Even the last one I mean, you we saw, like, uh, the one, the one, uh, the last one that they did, a re- reunion came after wedding, right? Yeah. yeah. So even that one, they showed a girl who's supposed to be in high school, and you're just like, okay. Um, how, do I feel, how do I feel about this? Right. Uh, please be please be 18 in universe. Please be No, like, before universe. we turned it on, like, I, we went through IMDb and was like, are all these people, like, over 18 before oh, we man. turned the movie on because we didn't know what the movie was going to show or you know yeah or be like so um there was one guy the lead guy in this movie which okay this is another funny thing watching the movie with your wife um we were like these people look way older than us <laughs> well that's usually how that's usually how that i mean like, like i mean what's one it's one of the biggest harps that we have on like old shows and movies yeah everybody looks like they're 40 so there's this the lead character his act his name is darren brant barnett darren barnett um he's like almost 30 fucking years old and he's playing a high schooler which i mean yeah clueless did the same thing uh true but here's the thing so i i brought it up okay clueless did the same thing they used 30 year old actors in clueless but, you know, Paul Rudd still looks like he did in Clueless. He just has a little bit more wrinkles on his forehead. This dude had more wrinkles on his forehead than Paul Rudd does now. 
and crow's feet and everything. And I'm trying to find a decent picture of his face. Cause I we me and Nikki, I looked at the guy, I was like, oh, he could play a young Elon Musk. <laughs> and this is him right here. For the video guys. Ah. Looks more so. like a young John Mayer. Yeah, maybe. Um so yeah. That that I think that's all I have. I can I can't harp on this fucking movie too much longer because otherwise <laughs> I'll just go into a spasm. <laughs> Before you know it, I'll be baking pies all day. Uh, but uh, yeah, I did bring up you know Adam Sandler hyperbolic shit, and I know me and Tivis watched something. I don't know if John ended up getting to it, but I uh, saw I saw trailers for it i still don't have netflix that might oh, change yeah. next stop tibis every five seconds i know you're trying to fix your camera but if you do that too <laughs> often people are going to start thinking things um uh i, I I'm might waving. be getting i don't know i might be getting uh i might be getting I netflix again because uh i've heard really good things about the haunting of bly manor Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I've heard I won't so- watch it, but I've heard it's a really good show. Well, and Rahul Kahili's in it, the guy mm. from uh, I Zombie, uh, from I Zombie. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's a su- more st- supernatural, right? It's supernatural. Oh shit, yeah, right? it's uh, yeah paranormal yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. I don't really dive into that stuff, but I heard I heard the first the first season, Haunting a Hill House or something like that, House Hill, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Apparently that was really good too, and then it kind of just fumbled its ending a little that's, bit. That's that's not supposed to be House on Haunted Hill, right? No, 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 no. Okay, um, I think that's why myself included, like, <laughs> tons of people, tons of people can't fucking remember the, the actual title. But yeah, I've heard really good things about Blind Manor. I saw the trailer yeah. for that Adam Sandler thing. I was like, you know, that looks like relatively self aware. Yeah, it looks kind of fun. So I was like, because I liked. Um, like it kind of rem- it was kind of reminded me of Little Nicky, but just maybe a little bit cheaper. And I was like, I could, I could, yeah, yeah, I can get down with this. That looks, that looks kind of fun. So I mean, based on your guys's recommendation, I'm assuming you both liked it. <laughs> so, well, Tivis, would you like to start and say the name of it? Because neither of us have said the name yet. Yeah. Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Honestly, I got it, like it really reminded me of his older stuff, like Happy Gilmore. Mm. Uh and the way it starts, you kind of can't help but equate it to Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I heard there's a lot of Easter eggs. Like, he makes, like... There's so many. Like, Adam Sandler references, essentially. So many. Uh, In hmm. the first 30 seconds, they referenced Happy Gilmore. Instantly. Oh, yeah, they do. Instantly. I was like, okay, I'm hooked now. Let's go. I One know where... Fi- they set the tone for what the movie's yeah. gonna be like, and you're like, all right, let's go. I'm down. Kind of like, kind of like Adam Sandler's own version of Deadpool. <laughs> like right. Like he is Deadpool. <laughs> I really feel like he took that that joke that uh, you know the video someone made of the Adam Sandler verse, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. actually incorporated it a little bit as you know, as a joke into this yeah. film, yeah. and it I worked know, really well. The one thing that a lot of people kept going on about was like for the easter egg was the O'Doyles. Doyle rules i'm like guys they're in all of his fucking movies like yes, that family is in every yeah. movie he does basically <laughs> like that's not I even think... an easter egg anymore that's just like 
his lore. It's the, <laughs> it's, they, the, it's the funny, it's like the funny running joke throughout the every o, film. The O'Doyles are like the Stiflers of the Adam Sandler movies. They're in everything. <laughs> I was going to say go. that earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that was the other word question. Sorry to take you back to the American yeah. Pie. Did Eugene Levy show up? No, I was waiting for him to show uh, up. I was I was really waiting for an original cast member to show up. I didn't see any. Um, upon first viewing, of course, there might have been mm-hmm. somebody that I didn't recognize, but I didn't see anybody I just, um, in there. So Yeah, I was going to be surprised if he'd showed up, because with all the success of Shit's Creek, right. I just don't feel like he'd want to. I, I hate to say the word uh, downgrade back to doing something like that, even with a cameo yeah. role. I figured he I figured it's time for him to get away from that. So, okay. Cool. Get away yeah, from the ca- franchise. Yeah. 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 Just because, I was even, yeah. I was just waiting for like any of this, anybody else to show up. Yeah. Though, you know? Like the mom or something like the Stifler mom Stifler himself. Cause what is he doing right now? Like he's on some TV shows. He was on he? that. He was on that. Um, uh, the, the lethal the, weapon. Yeah. TV yeah. He came and replaced while. the guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, what was Anyways, the back girl to who Hubie. went to How I Met Your Mother? What? What? Who was the girl that went on to How I Met Your Mother? Like, wait, wait what are you talking about? Which girl? About? From American Pie. Oh, Allison Hannigan. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mean she... Willow from Buffy? Excuse Which they, you? They, they do have a ton of, uh, they do have a ton of, of course, band camp shit in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of the characters are that's where they met and shit like that so they they keep it very world building in there like they 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 stayed in their world besides the fucking mountains in the backdrop um they've stayed in michigan area right there and when i say mountains i don't mean like fucking hills people yes there are hills in michigan i know that but they're fucking mountains (laughs) (laughs) you know not to go on another tangent but i saw her on tv recently she's hosting a pumpkin carving show yeah, which uh, Griffin Ramsey was on. Okay. Was she really? Yeah. I can just discovered just, it. I have to can, go back. Can she dress like Willow, like Demon Willow, when she was like all witched out and shit? <sighs> no, because that would turn everybody on way too much. <laughs> Blue eyes and all. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's how you That's how you know she's angry. Uh, going back to the Adam Sandler movie, the only thing I'm kind of disappointed in is the person – there's a dude wandering around in a mask and i thought it was going to be david spade it's not david spade he's not I in the film that too anyway. yeah yeah and i'm like why <laughs> there's a few of his regulars that weren't in it and i was like oh okay that's interesting but okay. yeah that was kind of weird but otherwise i i really enjoyed it i mean uh kevin james character he's yeah. great uh who else is in it um Rob Schneider, of course. Uh, Rob Schneider. Who played as Na- Steve Buscemi? The, the Schneider, the Schneider the, cut. Release the Schneider cut. <laughs> Steve, Steve Buscemi. He was wonderful. Yep. I thought. Uh, his was, uh, Kevin, was Kevin James still bald? No, he had no, a mullet. No. Are you talking from the when he played the neo-Nazi thing? I from, still want to watch it called that. Becky. It looks kind of good. It looks it, dope. Well, essentially, just looks like Home Alone, but like. Instead with of being stuck in the house, she's like trying to get into the house, and it's like, I don't know. The whole thing is, is I think the movie's gonna be dumb, but Kevin James looks awesome as a I bad heard, guy. I heard that Becky, the Becky film that you're talking about, it's it's 
pretty brutal at some point. Oh yeah, no. Like, isn't Joe McHale in it too? Like yeah, it's yeah. really I think strange. Joe McHale cast. is who I heard talking about it. I was like, oh, an interesting cast for a serious toned film. Well, did sure. you ever? Did you ever? See the movie The Book of Henry? Because I saw some clips from that. That was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty messed up. This kind of reminded me of that. Like, okay. this felt like it was going to be this weird, like, uh, like overtly brutal Home Alone-esque type yeah. thing. And I was like, really, the only reason why I'm signing up for it is because I would like to see Kevin James play a different character for once. Right. And it looked like he nailed it. Like, from, from the trailers and stuff, he looked like he's just, like, kind of just... He went from the King of went, Queens to the King of Nazis. Oh, <laughs> hail. <laughs> Heil. I, it's so, it's, like, oh, no. you don't even want to bring up Nazis in your topic, but when the media is, like, the film industry is, like, focused on Nazis so much. It's yeah, like, tell that to the boys part of season your, two, my dude. The what? Tell that to the boys season two, my guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. On. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they just want to bring it up all the time. Um. I wish oh, they no. would stop attacking Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys know how to rile people up. In, hey, Tivis, uh, Tivis, what's a German's favorite number? Nine. No. Oh. Nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So in the Hubie Halloween movie, which I I found was cool, was of course his wife is in it. Like she's she shows up usually as cameos in most of his movies. Yeah. She's been getting more prominent parts recently. Um, I wonder Ooh. if she's been complaining or something. <laughs> but Interesting. Uh, he's kind of gone the route of um, what? What's that guy? The director from Forty Year Old Virgin shit. His buddy. Uh, oh, 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 John. What's that director's what? name? The for guy. Which one? For, he did the uh, Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. This is 40, oh Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Yeah. Like he was going the Judd Apatow way where he's both of his daughters are in this movie now. Mm-hmm. And they actually have a, a role rather than just like, you know, showing up for half a second. I think well, his, don't forget, well, Leslie Mann is his wife as well. Yeah. No, not Judd, Adam Judd, No, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I think Adam Sandler had his daughter voice in Transylvania, Hotel Transylvania. Mm. once like one of ghost, the daughters like, like a little cute yeah ghost. and then i think his younger daughter played his daughter in grown-ups if i'm not mistaken the chocolate wasted one i want to get chocolate wasted yeah i think so <laughs> the first one was funny the second one was <laughs> a little little too try hard yeah i didn't i mean i thought it was still entertaining just it's not, not as bad as jack and jill it's <laughs> Hell yeah. It's so but weird. Like, how do you think that relationship you blossomed? Bring in Stone like, Cold Steve Austin. Don't forget, he was in The Longest Yard. So I imagine that's where they met. But you got to assume that him and Adam Taylor knew each other before that. That's why he ended up in a bunch of these movies. I just found that really strange. It's it's weird when my, well, my, him and Adam Sandler, my interests collide like that. I think they met on um, what? The, the prison movie. Longest yard. Yeah. Oh yeah, good. Welcome to the conversation, Mike. Um, fine. you guys cut out on me. My bad. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler is um, very good at bringing in like uh people from other media types, like pro wrestlers, <laughs> hip hop artists. Fucking, he's done stuff with 
Eminem, Vanilla oh, uh, Ice, multiple Sha- times. Sha- well, I mean, I, well, I was gonna say Sha- the gems. I mean, Sha- oh god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he, Shaq is in this one. Yeah. It, it's a little weird, but all right. <laughs> I like it. I like uh, it. His, <laughs> I, I can that. dig it. I want that damn thermos, though. Holy shit. Yeah, he's got like a Batman thermos in this thing. Like, not like a Batman branded thermos, but like, think Batman's utility belt. That's his thermos in this fucking movie. That it's awesome. Cool. It might even have shark repellent. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't as we all need. As we I was, all need. I, told, I looked at it and like everything he was doing with it, it without spoiling any shit because it's funny. It's like, I told Nick, I was like, dude, that's like Inspector Gadget's thermos. I was like, you know what? Adam Sandler could play Inspector Gadget, like an older version of no, Inspector Gadget. You, you stop it because I've already written an idea. <laughs> My idea was an Inspector Gadget starring Ben Schwartz. I think he'd kill it. Mm. John Ralphio? Hell yeah. He's a good actor. He's awesome. He's got the range, man. And he's lanky and, like, he's still relatively young. I like it. Uh, And he's got got some traction because he's been doing voice acting forever. Yeah. So he could do all kinds of weird voice-tisms when, like, uh, he'd be a lot of fun. Maybe. Maybe. How dare you? No, I'm... I'm correct on this one. I will. I will fight um, Hollywood to make this happen. I need Inspector Gadget <laughs> with Ben Schwartz as the lead. I need it. I need it. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Anyway, sorry. that's a good thing you don't get what you want. I know. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> so, Tim, it's what hard did to you, say anything what... more without spoiling. <laughs> right. Okay. I was gonna say, I mean, what's you... your overall thoughts, and let people know if I they mean, should if, watch it or not. I mean, sure. if you're worried about spoiling it for it. me, that's fine. Go ahead and talk about it. I'm not scared. It'll be a while before I see. What it did anyway, you think so. about the opening? What did you think about the opening, like the Happy Madison intro that they do all the time? That was a nice little change. That would make Halloweenified it. Yeah, they turned oh, it into fun. a Halloween type thing. Well, that's fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, overall, the, I love the film, but. Uh, that's what really like Adam Sandler comedy, so take yeah. that with a grain of salt. <laughs> but like yeah, I said, it are... reminded me of uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. Yep. Yeah, so you already ruined it for me because all I was thinking about was like, God, Happy Gilmore is a great movie. <laughs> like, it's one of my favorite sports it, movies ever it's made. Similar tone. <laughs> mm, it's a lot more hyperbolic, I would say, than Happy Gilmore. Well, I'd imagine. Like, again, because the character seems like he has that, like, uh, sorry, sorry to say it, but the like mentally deficient voice, like he did, like with like little Nicky and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you could already think, tell it's going on the line of like overtly silly. I think it's the same he's one he did in Waterboy. Uh, it's okay. a lo- loosely, yeah, loosely based off of that one, which yeah. again is another great sports movie. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you though, for for Adam Sandler with all of his goofy voices and like making characters out of them and then performing. Mm-hmm. An entire movie with that voice. Fuck all these other actors that like can't even hold a fucking British accent for like half a second and lose it and then bring it back. Or fucking the guy who played Gambit in X-Men Origins. Like he couldn't hold his accent for shit. Or like Harley Quinn who goes back and forth between like, does it work? When she was drunk in Birds of Prey, she completely lost that accent. Like I don't think she could do the drunk and then the accent at the same time. It was weird. It was really strange. <laughs> it was really weird. But that's still a good movie. And so is mm. Hubie Halloween. 
<laughs> I, 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 luckily, I haven't seen the other one, so I can't push back. <laughs> but I, 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 th- I think I've said my piece on Harley Quinn enough. <laughs> I watched uh, another Halloween film, though. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. I watched Happy Halloween, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, we that's so weird. We watched uh, Island of Vampire Island. Uh Zombie Island? No, uh the the vampire. They went to a vampire island. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I didn't yeah. I have that one. Yeah, we uh Hannah Hannah apparently cuz I bought the like eight pack of uh like eight of their movies and then the two pack Zombie Island and Return to Zombie Island for her so she can oh, watch that. I start to see that one. Yeah, so she can watch all those, and uh, she said she started the zombie I- or the vampire one, and uh, she's like, I got in ten minutes, and she's like, I said something really nice, and then I said something really mean, and then I was confused, and then I got mad, and then I turned it off. She's like, I need to watch it with you. I was like, okay. So we, she's like, I need you to set up the microphone because we have to have commentary on this. And I'm like, uh, okay. If it's <laughs> so, anything like this one, you're going to have good material because, wow. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty <sighs> non, and then like, and don't get me wrong. We get it. It's Scooby-Doo. So dumb stuff happens. But like the whole point is it's a, like a mystery. It's like, it's essentially supposed to be like a, 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 a what, do you, what do you call it? The, the, uh, uh, like a, per, like a <laughs> Perot or Columbo or murder she wrote or you know those kind of things where it's supposed to at least like the motivations of the characters and like what happens at least actually leads up to the point Mm. and then they have like you know their obligatory musical runaway from the monster scene and it's like they nailed all that stuff but then they just kept adding characters because like because maybe i don't think scooby-doo works in a movie format i think it really works in the smaller Hey, I don't know about ideas. that because those three uh, movies they put out in early two thousand, Zombie Island and the two that followed, were really good. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, I guess that is right. Because like, Zombie Island's good. Return to Zombie Island's not very good. It's essentially what they based the. Like, well, I was gonna tell you that's so. part of a trilogy. Oh no! It's the middle movie of a trilogy. It's uh, the sequel to the uh, Thirteen Ghosts, uh, called The Curse of the Thirteenth Ghost. Then return to Zombie Island, and then the third one is this one, which I watched with no context to the other. And the main <laughs> reveal is an overarching thing that happened in all three films, so it made no sense to so, me. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, because again, you already have to. You're already doing a. You're obviously going into the movie, so you have your suspension of disbelief. It's also a cartoon, so you have to let some things go. Mm-hmm. But again. It's always been pretty good that the characters all like, well, we know the characters, so they should behave appropriately. And then when they introduce like, because like with the vampire one, the hex girls show up and it's like, mm-hmm. well, we've seen them throughout movies and, and a couple of appearances in the yeah. shows throughout the years, all the iterations. And it's like, they all have personalities. And it's like when they're all acting completely different or like <laughs> they're making Fred essentially like a complete moron. And like, they were like really like, with the vampire one, like hypersexualizing Daphne, it was really strange. It was really, really strange, and it was just kind of like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, guys, I was like, Hannah, this doesn't feel right. We ended up pausing like three times because it was there's so much going on that I just go, I'm I'm completely lost. <laughs> like this, this is the the show has lost its mind. And then when they when they all converse and pull the mask off, it's like, see, this makes sense. I'm like, does it though? <laughs> 
does it. It was it was difficult. It's funny that you watched a Scooby Doo movie too. That's funny. I all right. I'm sorry. I'm gonna spoil this one. Go nuts. <laughs> uh, if you're a Scooby Doo fan, you're gonna watch it regardless. But you're gonna hear me not like something for once. <laughs> so, wow. Tivis, you said this the one you watched is the the final in a three part series. Is yep. That what that is? But it's a Which, Halloween special too. It was like, marketed as the first Halloween special, even though they have like three films that are already in Halloween. I'm um, sorry, two. Warner uh, Brothers Goblin... get, get better at your adver- your uh, marketing. So yeah. yeah the, uh, <laughs> Goblin King and the one with Kiss are both Halloween specials. The one with Kiss I saw before. I would just make the argument Scooby Doo is just made for Halloween. Like, come on. Unless right. it actually takes place on Halloween, it's kind of like it's just the subject matter work. Uh, their Halloween should be their night off. Like everyone's in, <laughs> everyone's in a fucking mask, anyways. It doesn't. It's matter. like guys, we can't pull we can't pull it off. All these children. Eventually, <laughs> someone's gonna get pissed off. <laughs> their marketing was so bad for this one. I didn't even know it was part of a series. Yeah, that would have helped a lot. Uh, the characters in it, they had Elvira, Hell who, yeah. you know, Halloween, and she mm. was in Zom- uh, Return to Zombie Island, so she's been established. Uh, what was it? Uh, Bill Nye, just in there. No like, explanation. Like the sci- just like, shows up. Like the science guy or Bill Nye, <laughs> the, the, the actor? No, Bill Nye. The science um, guy. Oh, all right, Bill, 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 Bill. All right, let's go. <laughs> and he is a, a prominent character. No explanation to how they know him or anything else. Uh, apparently, that wasn't in any of the other films that I know. Uh, Tivis, uh, it's because everybody knows Bill Nye. Come on now. The whole world knows him. And then the final one the was whole... Scarecrow. Wait. The what? Batman villain. Yeah. <laughs> They had, uh, and he honestly, Scarecrow being my favorite Batman rogue, probably why he's my favorite part of this film. <laughs> oh so, God! So basically, they were like, "What is what is Halloween? Elvira, yes, Scarecrow from Batman, okay, and Bill Nye the Science Guy. What? Yep. I mean, look, I don't know. Like, about can you. we get Beekman in from Beekman's world instead no, of Bill Nye? <laughs> I am not having you trash." apparently the holy trinity that is halloween <laughs> elvira the big boob sexy lady scarecrow who i uh, sure i would have went with the wizard of oz one myself because he would have looked just like shaggy but bill nye <laughs> i mean come on man we know for a fact bill nye can scientifically prove that halloween is the best holiday we also know that Bill Nye has the best costume because he's pre- pretending to be a scientist for his whole life. So and and at least, oh wow, that was <laughs> well done. Also, where's Ratfink? Come on, Bill, you gonna just leave Ratfink behind? What is this? No loyalty. Uh, apparently, you don't want to go trick or treating at Bill Nye's house though, because there's a what? running gag in the background where you just hear him talking about how Aquaman doesn't make sense to a kid <laughs> for like twenty minutes. <laughs> Why doesn't Aquaman make sense? I'm curious. Why doesn't Aquaman make sense? Well, I mean, have you have you seen the movie? <laughs> uh, is he talking about the movie or the character? <laughs> the, the character who yeah. is apparently real in this world. Okay, what? then. Okay. Oh, this was happening in the movie. Yep, yep. Oh, I thought you meant like at this actual house he was telling no, trick no, or no, treaters. No, 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 it was in the something. movie. <laughs> 
he's like talking what? to him over the radio and he has to leave them at a crucial point because trick-or-treaters are at the door. But like Michael, in their, in their no, world, Michael. No, 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 in their world, Aquaman is real though, no. right? Like, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not letting you slide on this. You're, you're like, oh, is the movie? Like, what scenario did you think? So like Bill Nye and his, I'm assuming wife, I don't want to, you know, project, you know, gender status on him, but what do you think? Like, from five to seven in the like afternoon to night, like kids are showing up, ding dong, trick or treat. He's like, no, here's a Snickers. But do you understand why Aquaman makes no sense? No, no, no. It's a kid dressed as Aquaman comes up to his door and he's like, all right, before I give you your candy, I have to explain to you why your costume is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I just I. <laughs> I don't, I you know, you know, it. you always see these videos popping up of random celebrities' houses where they're saying or doing something stupid. Maybe he was just, I don't know, man. He's not even a real scientist. Can we move on? Well, at least if he's gonna, <laughs> at least if he's gonna tell you the message about voting or why Aquaman doesn't work, as long as he's wearing his clothes in front of the children, I think it'll be fine. My '90s and- science guy was Beekman. So fuck off. Well, and I just and well, and I just want everyone to know if, that if the, everyone him knows... having his clothes on is an actual reference because people did that. A bunch oh, okay. of celebrities got naked. Oh, oh yeah, and made yeah, a compilation yeah. to tell people to vote. That was not me just coming out of left field. All right. <laughs> As, the best uh, thing what, about Shaggy? the film, really, also, Matthew Lillard's back. Shaggy. Um, I, hopefully I don't know because again, I like you, Phil. But you're not Shaggy. I don't know, man. I I liked I liked Casey Kasem's son. Yeah, yeah. He, he came he came in and did it for a little while, and I, it was way like better Matthew than any, anybody else. Matthew Lillard's all right, but like, uh, I'm partial to him because he's a giant. <laughs> Kasem just sounds better. Just sounds more like the original. They uh, but they take every all of the you know on the main cast and crank their personalities to 10 in this yeah. you know fred crazy trap guy that's all you like there's a part where he just goes full tribal rips his shirt off puts mud all over himself builds traps all over the place hell yeah predator uh, reference <laughs> love it uh you know shaggy and scooby they're they don't change pretty much yeah. uh daphne big no i'm sorry velma big nerd daphne they turn her kind of into a Mary Sue, but it's for a joke where they actually reference that she's a Mary Sue. <laughs> oh my god! And the entire film—it's her and Elvira paired up. It's revealed at the end she's just trying to take Elvira's life. Like she's swapping clothes and like. Oh, I thought she meant like she's from... like your soul is mine. <laughs> no, it's like, no, Daphne trying... became Shang Tsung. Like chill out, man. Like. <laughs> And apparently this is a thing that they, she does in this world of Scooby-Doo because uh, Velma references that she's done this before, trying to take over a celebrity's life. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, at the end, she asked for Elvira's wig, and she's like, it's not a wig. She, yeah, come on, just let me wear it for tonight because they're at a costume party at the end. Yeah. And she's like, okay, fine. She takes it off. She's like, but it's not a wig. It's a macaw. And then the ah. wig turns into a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and then back into a wig. <laughs> like, what is this movie? <laughs> Classic. You know, I, I, I'm telling you, man. So uh, I, what I heard is, Tivis, you love this movie. 
<laughs> How dare you? How can you possibly not like it? It's it's good. I didn't hate it, but it is not. I am not the demographic for this film anymore. <laughs> That's his nice way of saying I hated this fucking film. Yeah. <laughs> You're too nice even when you hate something, Tivis. Come on. I'll definitely be saving it for when I have kids of age. Oh, no. To show them how not to make a Scooby-Doo movie? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, j- just be aware, if you're going to watch this, it's third part of a trilogy. Might help. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, luckily... I always... Go on, John. Go on. Oh, well, luckily we did, we bought all, like, pretty much, I think we own every animated Scooby-Doo movie now, so... If we miss it, we'll we only have ourselves to blame at this point. I always just thought the Scooby Doo movies were just all one-offs. I never knew they were in sets because I just randomly will buy them, like on Black they, Friday uh, and shit. They'll have them like for a yeah. buck or something like that. Yeah. The early the early ones were continuations, and then they became one shots, and now apparently they're back to continuations. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I, Kids will probably really like it, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I'll stick to the live action. So, so Hubie Halloween, good. Yes. Scooby Doo, no bueno. Um, is that on a streaming service right now? That, uh, if people can check it out or no? Uh, if it is, it'll probably be on Max because you know WB. Oh yeah, yeah, WB. That's right. Yeah. No, they're going to make their own Scooby-Doo app, and it's going to be Ugh. Scooby-Doo Universe, and then they're going to take it away after two years. Sorry. <laughs> I'd rather pay for that than Max. That... No, man, there's a lot of good stuff going on, Max. Like, all the, the well, well I guess I can't. The DC Universe app is completely fucking useless. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it was like the one, it was actually like the one app I was consistently using. I'll probably use it for the comics in the future. Yeah. Well, it's just comics. So I'm just kind of like, meh. Speaking of something so useless, I was oh, watching Comic Book me? Men. Yeah. Oh. Uh, John, no. Yeah, you rang? <laughs> I was watching Comic Book Men, like I had been telling you guys, on Amazon. They fucking took mm-hmm. it off now, so now I gotta buy it if I want to watch it on there. I was like, come on. Oh, I'm fucking butthurt. You told me that. I put it on my wish list. I was gonna freaking binge it these yeah. last two days. And nope. Get, get fucked me. Awesome. I was Just so awesome. pissed. I was I was like slowly going through the episodes after I like blasted through two seasons, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "All right, let me watch it." And then it's like, "You gotta pay a dollar ninety nine for this episode." I was like, "The fuck I do!" Like what? Amazon's what? real bad about that. Hulu used what? to. Have, I don't know if it still does. Well, their contracts like run out. Yeah, they're... but who gives a shit? They were made by AMC. Like they're, who owns AMC? Not... Who fucking cares? Apparently, a bunch of idiots. Hey, like keyboard guy. Get on that. <laughs> Overwatch. Do it. <laughs> He's our guy in the chair. Um, Felicity. No. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? Uh, from fucking Kim Possible. I can't remember. What's the, I, can't I remember didn't watch name. that show. Oh, how dare you? It's a great show. Um, it was. Because you, you think like Kevin Smith has a, he does a lot of stuff with DC. You think they just put him on HBO Max. Yeah. Well, I know. Uh, I know they're not owned by Warner Brothers. They're yeah, owned AMC by isn't. AMC, who also owns BBC, IFC, Sundance, and Wii. Okay, yeah. <laughs> of course, BBC. Because there were issues with um, the guys from Comic Book Men crossing over with the guys from Impractical Jokers because they were on two mm-hmm. completely different networks. 
They were able to get them on like uh, a cameo. Brian Johnson on cameos every so often. I think it was Q standing in line. Oh, that's all they got him for on there. Yeah, I didn't even see that one. Oh. That's gay. Um, okay, so John, I promised you I would tell you I watched a movie that I said I would not. I was not going to watch again. Lord of the Rings again. <laughs> Have you finished I'm... Lord of the Rings yet? My onion rings. I am the I lord of my onion rings. rings. I'm just going to hate you every single day. <laughs> lord of the flies. We got to save that for episode 100. We're coming up on it. Ten more, bro. Let's go. And then we're just going to call it quits. And just end the podcast at 100. Just end it. Sorry, guys. Invest now. <laughs> You're never going to watch. You're never going to watch those. Don't lie to me. Um. Anyway, so I, I, so, I said so... I wasn't going to watch this movie. Kind of like I said, I wasn't ever going to watch Aladdin, but my wife ended up having it for free, so we ended up watching it. Um, Mulan. No, not Mulan. We're not paying oh, for that. Oh, that was going to be my guess. I'm not paying for that. I'll wait till the 4th if we're going to ever watch it. Um, of December, people. Remember, you get to see it. Um, I watched, because it is on, what is it, Amazon Prime. The okay. Addams Family animated film. Oh, oh that yeah. had to be that had to be shit. You told me you watched it. <laughs> yeah, I told you I watched it because I was like, "Watch, John's gonna go." <laughs> um, but that had to be shit. It if you could get be. past the animation, it's actually not a bad film. Uh, but there's a lot of shit in it. I'm just like, well, that's not Adam's family-ish. Also, they had Snoop Dogg play cousin It, and he doesn't talk. So I'm like, why did you have Snoop Dogg play Cousin It? Like, he, he shows up as a pimp. But I'm like, yeah, all he does is go. Uh, That's it. I was going to say, please tell me he just mumbles the weird stuff that he does. Well, I mean, isn't that the, it, it, I mean, that's <laughs> essentially on par with, like, remember when George Clooney used to do, like, the voices for the rats and stuff in South Park? And, like, um, no. and, uh, I mean. Could you say it's pseudo on par as Vin Diesel just doing I am Groot <laughs> constantly? Yeah, but he's actually saying something like it. Well, three words. It doesn't actually say any words. He's just like. Yeah, I guess fair <laughs> enough. He's invoking. <laughs> he's kind of like the, the, emotion, the fucking puppet from uh, the the scientist puppet. Beaker? Beaker. Yeah. It's basically Cousin It, just with hair on him, all over him. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't want to. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my supervisor. So, come on, man. There's no way that was good. That trailer looks so ass. And before anybody on the internet tells me, Ooh, the character designs are from the original comic, I don't care. <laughs> it's, are it's they? Still, yes. They are the original, they are the original character that. designs. It doesn't make them good. <laughs> Just because it was in a comic book doesn't uh, mean it was good. I, so... It might be the Hanna-Barbera cartoon, but they didn't look good to me either. I thought it looked like I Jimmy. totally had forgotten. i forgotten all about this com- uh, this uh, cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I went to the Halloween store, and they had the costume of Gomez there. <laughs> and and it resembled somewhat of the guy f- of uh, Sean Astin's father, John Astin. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I know that now. <laughs> That's strange. Um, it you know, you know Sean Astin, him. who's Samwise Gamgee. But you can fuck. Uh, it's fine. I'm Sean gonna, Astin uh, played a lot more characters than in Lord of the Rings and a lot better movies. Okay, whoa. 
<laughs> I'm okay with the, the many other characters. All right, chill out. I understand Rudy and Fifty First Dates exist, but better move. Chill out. Lord of the Rings is better than Goonies. Fight, fight me. Ooh. I also have three films. So now John is definitely banned from the podcast. I weigh, I weigh the. I weigh the, the pros <laughs> there might and cons. be a second one eventually. Who knows? Probably never. Oh God! No. Please no. <laughs> um, but no, I th- thought the costume was of John Aston because I had totally forgotten. And I was like, it doesn't look a lot like him except for like in the eye area. I was like, why is this costume so weird? And the person there was like agreeing with me that it was based <laughs> on the original <laughs> Adam's Family TV show because <laughs> I had forgot. I was like, you own the store. How do you not know what this costume is? Because <laughs> oh, they just had it like out on like a... a a dummy thing so it was like the full costume with the mask and, and there was a cheap ass mask too it was so bad um yeah that's my story for that but we watched adam's family because it was on prime for free um i wouldn't have paid to watch it so it's probably a good thing it was on prime i'm gonna keep and... arguing with people they need to stop saying free if you have if you're paying for amazon prime it's not free okay it was on prime for me because <laughs> i understand i understand people you can get like early access to movies and like rent them for like an extra five bucks or something but i you make can? the argument it de- yeah uh, oh my god dude there's this movie called the doorman starring ruby rose and john reno it's oh, essentially yeah, 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 yeah. A, it's essentially a ripoff of die hard i watched yeah. that trailer dude there were about four times i paused it because i was laughing so hard like they have like these explosions and they do these like wire moves with her. It looks so bad. We're talking like Batwoman bad stuff. I want to watch it though. <laughs> oh, I'm so going to watch it. It looks like absolute cringe, dude. Yeah. And, and I also had to make the comment between again, that because, one. Oh, go on. Oh, well, I was going to say like harping back to the, the idea of like looking through stuff with a political lens, Yeah. giving Ruby Rose and like her like pro feminism, craziness that she was doing on batwoman yeah really surprised that they would title the movie the doorman instead of the door woman or something like really dumb like door person oh. <laughs> i you know, i know it's like a it's, well, it's not necessarily a joke i'm actually kind of serious about it. i'm surprised that's the title oh you think they would have called it something else but like it's essentially die hard and she's just insane it's it's absolutely insane dude i i'm I'm never gonna pay for it, but I am sure <laughs> as hell. I am sure as hell gonna watch and make fun of that. But that's on uh, Prime, though. Yeah, but okay. um, you have to. But, you have to but it's er, yeah, it's, er, it's they're calling it early access. Yeah, which I'm like, why? See, I I saw the trailer for that and the trailer for the Megan Fox Rogue movie. Yeah, and the and Rogue I'm one actually watch looks Rogue. dope. Like I'm gonna ro- watch the shit out of that one. Because so, yeah. that I can understand because at least she's, like, using guns and stuff. Like, yeah. if I see her, like, fist fighting a dude three times her size without actually, like... Yeah. yeah. Like, just trying to go toe-to-toe versus, like, actual, like... Isn't Megan Fox dating Machine Gun Kelly or something? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my God. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a cringe fest if you ever watch them on social media. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, but, you know, she makes, she makes tons of good decisions. It's fine. All I remember was like so, she they did like a music video and that's mm-hmm. I just thought that was all they were doing. I didn't know they were actually together until someone said something about it. The only they, thing I, 
I remember is uh, they want the cast of Transformers wanted Megatron to step on her. Yeah, the cast did. Yeah, they wrote a letter. They didn't like working with her. That'd have been funny. Well, that's well, why that's... they got rid of her too. Like, yeah, that's the, the rumor movie. with Brie Larson. They all want to get rid of her. Nobody wants to work with her. Captain Marvel two might not happen. Oh, before I forget, she's just gonna be in everyone else's movie to piss all the other actors. I know, off. right? <laughs> you were looking for a different word for doorman. What about the, go the Walmart route? The greeter. There we go. There we <laughs> that go. That actually is I'm a d- better title. I would like that I'm, one. I'm down. I'm down. I'll take it. Any anything's better. Um, okay, so Adam's family. Like it looked really juvenile in the trailer. Like it did. I saw, like, some it actually, stuff. surprisingly, I didn't think it was gonna have like a store, like an actual story to it. But mm-hmm. uh, they they have like the social commentary built into it. Is like you know accept people who for who they are, even though they're different type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, which you could say that should have been the th- commentary through all the Adams Family adaptations, but they never really like put it heavy handed like the this cartoon did i guess because they yeah actually said it like physically like verbally said it <laughs> so i was like oh like because i couldn't figure that out by seeing people hating other people that were different right i mean i but guess it's hard i kids, guess it's hard because I, I, I mean well i mean and you also got to argue one of the greatest scenes in the monsters is when um herman's talking about how you should accept people and stuff like that but it's like yeah. Almost poetic and eloquent the way he says it. He doesn't just say, Hey, people look different, like yeah. them. It's like But the monsters know. always had it like almost every ending episode, if I remember correctly, was like they had like that Jerry Springer moment where they would like a moment with Jerry Springer and they would like do this like you know, kinda what like this a, the means end of and... Scrubs, the wrap up. Yeah. Well that's well, I would argue that's essentially what those shows used to be. They the, you know, the after school special, if you will. Like yeah. every episode tackled something. And, uh, you know, I want to, while we're talking about monsters real quick, I want to give props to the casting because both Herman's Mm -hmm. amazing voices. Great. Great. Just level-headed personalities on the show. Who was the guy who played the Herman Munster in the, uh, like, soft reboot thing when they went into the future? Uh... <laughs> I'm only gonna watch. I think I'm only ever gonna rewatch the original, but I'm just yeah. kind of curious. Uh, the original was Fred. Yeah. John Shuck played him from '88 to '91. Okay. But he's had like one, two, three, four, five, six different people play him. Jeez. I'm surprised they never did like a crossover with Star Trek and the Monsters. Oh, they actually <laughs> had someone named Edward Herman play Herman. Oh yeah, John Shuck. He was in the. Uh, he was. Ha, he was in Star Trek. <laughs> oh my god! Well, there's your crossover. Nailed <laughs> there it. There it is. Elseworlds. Um, uh, he was also in Mash Ooh. as well. Okay. And Law and Order. Yeah. Would you say? Would you perhaps say he did a Monster Mash? Hmm. It's a Monster Mash. I bought that the song. Monster Mash. <laughs> It was a graveyard smash. If you guys didn't know, I'm just, did you know okay. there's a sequel to that song? <laughs> no, shut up. It's a no. Christmas song. <laughs> no, don't let it be. No. How about how about we actually oh. get the Monster Mash song? Because we only hear about them listening to the song. There's no actual song. Well, if we you have Universal a song get... talking about a song that we never get to hear, yeah. they did the mash. 
As I say, if Universal ever got their shit together, maybe we could get that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Is Universal (laughs) still own the monsters, do you think? Uh, They were trying to do the Dark Universe. The Dark Universe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bad Who joke. owns the monsters? I'm surprised they haven't tried to bring that shit back. Like, I don't want them to, but I'm surprised yeah. they haven't. Like, especially was, with the Adams Family cartoon and all that shit. There was that thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane uh, short that came out. I think 2012. Yeah, there's a toy store named thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane too. Um, and I actually saw a mini doc, and I was like, this name looks familiar. And I was like, oh, I get it. And and then I looked him up on Facebook and I was like, oh, yeah, I follow these guys, too. So, but anyways, yes, Adam's family. I watched it. I'm sorry. Um, but it wasn't a horrible fucking movie like I thought it was going to be based on the trailer. So my mother-in-law is a huge Adam's family fan. So I was wondering if I should play that for her. I think she would probably like it. So, uh, John, you got anything for us? I think I'm cashed out with what I had. Well, you uh, guys kept talking about horror stuff. I was like, Hannah and I watched uh, it is John Carpenter's season. John Carpenter's The Thing. The Ooh. Thing. The Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. That. Yep. And Wilford Brimley ascended. Rest in peace, homie. This is like the fourth podcast in a row that you brought Wilford Brimley. Up. He he comes up in my life a lot, man. I don't know what it is. It's 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 strange. Maybe, Maybe you should I go get tested for, for diabetes. For diabetes. Um, <laughs> uh, fuck! It was great, dude. That's the world telling you you need to go get tested. I know, right? Um, as you drink your cherry vanilla and eat candy and stuff on the podcast on the regular fucking hell it's hey, got there's nuts in it, it's healthy. In it. <laughs> almonds oh yeah is this one almonds yeah God. almonds whole yes. almonds they're not chopped they're whole boom wow. healthy snack besides the milk chocolate Con- if it was dark chocolate confirmed Confer- <laughs> confirmed um it was awesome dude uh, I forgot how I forgot how good it was uh, practical effects still hold up pretty well mm-hmm. Um, bunch of characters doing logical things. Yeah. Didn't they Uh, remake that one? Is that the one they remade? Yes. Uh, I believe the remake was was a a, remake or a prequel. It was a prequel. It was a prequel. The one that recently came out in the 2000s something? Yeah. And then the Kurt Russell one is essentially a remake remake. of a black and white one from like the, what, 60s or something? Yeah. Which, I I mean, the Kurt Russell one's way better. Yeah. Um, Um... just especially awesome, for dude. the use of the effects, because they like my background today for the visual people reanimator did uh, with the thing. Um, they did. They would do, do a lot of stuff in oh. reverse to make the monster look like it was attacking them at first. Mm-hmm. So they would they would shoot it and then reverse it. Shout out so, to that was uh, always cool. Mommy right now, because they're playing the thing at the indoor. Oh, there you go. There it you was go. a lot of fun, man. Like, uh, some good world building. Like there's actually some set pieces considering you're like essentially just stuck with these people in a compound. They at mm-hmm. least like travel to a couple other locations quick. And there's like this big, uh, long helicopter chase where they're chasing down a, a husky. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so at least there's like some interesting stuff happening before you get to just a couple of set pieces. Um, 
and just like the acting's really solid. Cool, diverse cast that actually all the characters look like n- normal people. Like they look like real people who have been out yeah. here. And and again, one of my funnily enough, uh, Wilford Brimley is one of my favorite characters in the movie because he has one of the cooler scenes. And this is kind of one of those moments where I think it really highlights the thing I talk about, like characters behaving logically in a illogical uh, moment. Like the setup is Wilford's character understands that there's a creature Mm. that can look like any of them, but nobody else does. Right. And so he starts smashing up equipment and stuff because he doesn't want anybody to come out here. He doesn't want the thing to get away all that stuff. So he starts breaking equipment. He's taking an ax to all their electronics and stuff. And he's just yelling like, it looks just like us. We'll never. And, and as a person on the outside who doesn't understand what's happening, he looks like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. While even though he's doing something that he's doing something that looks really irrational, he's yelling something that everybody, if they were listening and agreed with him a hundred percent and paid attention like, the movie could really start there, and they'd be like, wow, okay, so there's really an alien. You know what I mean? So I, I like the idea that the person with the most knowledge looks like the most irrational character mm. in that scene. And I find that really, really neat because that's that idea of, like, it, it just really works. Like, no characters are behaving, like, in a stupid manner, and they all try stuff. Like, there's a scene where uh, they have to figure out a way to figure out who – is reanimate or who's been taken over or whatever. And they do this thing with blood and you just like, everybody has to take a chance because it's even at a point where nobody, like the person who's taken over could potentially not even know that they're taken over. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I like that little bit of element. This is 100% watch the thing. This is what they should have done with the scrolls in the MCU, by the way. Like this is what the scrolls should have been. Um, these things where you're putting your you could potentially put a bunch of people in a room and nobody knows who the bad guy is. Yeah. Mm. Including the person who is the bad guy. They wouldn't even know. And I yeah. love that weird freaky element. Um again, the practical effects are really solid. The acting's really good. The dialogue's pretty good for the most part. It's a little campy, but I like it. Uh the acting really helps. Um again, if you like diverse cast, if that's something you're looking for, it's there. Um, and again, with the practical effects and the way that they used to shoot stuff, a really cool scene is when a doctor is trying to, I, I think he's trying to defibrillate, uh, defibrillate or I, I always muck that word up, but, um, when he goes in for the, for the hit, the stomach opens up and essentially eats his arms off. Mm-hmm. And apparently they made like a prosthetic or a mask or something to look like the actor and got an actual amputee to not have arms. So they did that. And I like, I like stuff like that. Cause like the walking mm. dead used to do stuff like that where they'd get amputees yeah. and actually put them in the makeup and let them do stuff. I, I love things like that where you can actually utilize cause you're literally making it as practical as possible. Yeah. So it feels really visceral. Um, a little bit of the designs are kind of goofy. Like when you finally see the monster in like full and it's got like the weird dog face and like human face and all this stuff. It's, Kind of uncanny valley, but at the same time, it looks horrifically goofy. Kind of mm. like if you go back and watch like the first Terminator, when uh, Arnold's taking his eye out. Mm. Like when you were a kid, like that's really jarring because it's just like it's his eye, so we kind of can feel that almost. But 
then you grow up and you look at the prosthetic puppet and stuff. You're like, oh, my God, that like kind of looks like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like at the same time, I appreciated that they attempted it. So, right. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a smidge long, but I think it's good enough that it should hold your attention. Uh, and uh, and I like the ending, too. You have yeah. um, I think Keith Richards is his name. The, the guy who's, like, in everything sci-fi, and he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant Johnson from Halo, if you will. Uh, yeah. him, and, uh, him and Kurt Russell are just sitting down in front of each other, pretty much ready to die. And uh, neither of them even know if either of them are the monster or not. They're just hoping that they killed it, and they're just there, and their mission was complete to kill the thing like they wanted. And, but it's open-ended enough to where it's like, Ooh, it's just ambiguous enough. 30 years down the line, they'll bring it back and ruin it and fucking ruin it. <laughs> um, so since you mentioned that I've looked up the history of it, it comes from a book that came out in 38 called who goes there. Oh, mm-hmm. it was adapted first in 51 as the thing from another world. Uh, 72 as horror express. And then 82, finally, John Carpenter. Wow. Uh, and there's a new one coming out based on the extended book uh, with, that includes the sequel called Frozen Hell being produced by Bloomhouse. Mm. All right. Well, Bloomhouse is pretty 50-50 lately. So, I mean, yeah, I, don't the, the, I, I don't like when people – there's a lot of people out there in the – horror community there would be like oh Bloomhouse has everything oh, it's fucking awesome it's all Ugh! they're kind of like you know the film students with A24 it's like A24 yeah. everything they put out is fucking awesome and even if it's not good it's artsy and it tried oh is that is that where our standards are now you just gotta try not everything is artsy that they put out uh there's Ugh. Tusk uh, no was Tusk A24 yeah Tusk was A24 um but there was a uh, one with uh, the the oh, what is her damn name now? I forget. She was she, they ruined her in Child's Play for me. Um, the mom in Child's Play. Oh, shit. oh. the remake. Sorry. Oh, um, Aubrey Plaza. Remake. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, she played in one movie where she was like this dead girlfriend or some shit that A twenty four put out. <laughs> yeah, it, I remember that. It's not a very like artsy film, but it's it's fun. You want a good um, version of that? Go back and watch uh, My Boyfriend's Back. That's fucking a good awesome movie. That's a I, I good used to watch it all the time. Actually, and I don't know if it's like, good. I haven't watched it in a while, but it was they did really it like good when I liked when I comic book time. style too. Like, remember they'd have the comic book pages every time they'd switch scenes and shit. It's pretty dope. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fi- I'm fi- I'm always fifty fifty on that. Like, I, that Angley's Hulk story, tried to do though, it because well, no, that one fit because they were doing it as like a narration, like he was like basically reading. It was going through it. That's, That's fair enough, but I mean, it's meh. Ang Lee's Hulk did not do it how they did it. Like and they like would like losers freeze tried to frame do something and like... zoom out, and then it would sh- 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 change to the next scene. So yeah, I suppose. Um, but you were talking about the thing. Uh, another one to check out if people like the thing and want to get pissed off. <laughs> uh, watch Thirty Days of Night about vampires Ooh, in Alaska. Taking yeah. I love that movie. I, I hate love it. That. It's, yeah. too, it's too dark. I can't see anything. I literally like can't it? see anything. You don't like it? Yeah. It's um, Thirty Days of Night, Michael. Of it's course, it's dark. Uh, the better one, though, uh, kind of like the thing, the faculty. That's a good one. Faculty's some good shit. 
That's yeah. some good stuff. Starring Elijah Wood, no less. Is Elijah um, Wood in that? I know yeah, Josh Hartnett, Hartnett was in it, so I didn't know Elijah Wood was. So, yeah. so since we're talking about the thing and it's disturbing October, behavior, my um, have you guys seen the other films in what Carpenter calls his Apocalypse trilogy, uh, Prince of Darkness into Into the Mouth of Madness? I've seen no. Into the Mouth of Madness. I didn't know that. You know, they obviously they're not connected, but right. He can. It's kind of like um. Tarantino. What was it? What's that? It kind of like Tarantino, where he's like does his his like. Yeah, I was sets. thinking more of the uh, Frost and uh, other guy. <laughs> I can't think of his damn name right now. The wow. trilogy. They start at the bar with the zombies. God, what? The, why can't oh, I? Oh, Shaun of the Dead. Yes, that those that trilogy is what I'm thinking of. Where they what? did Shaun of the Dead. Um... Edgar Wright, the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. What did they call it? The Cornetto trilogy. Which which movies are in that? I know it's Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and uh, The World's End. Yes, The World's End was a fun movie. I like that. I you I, know I just watched clips from it. I've never watched it. Yeah. Uh, it looks really good. Um, yeah. Hot Fuzz was one. There was a that, hit or miss. Like there was some cool shit yeah. in it, but I yeah. wasn't. Hot, Hot Fuzz was the one that I watched, and I wasn't sure if I liked it. But I've been told by um, a couple of people I really respect online when it comes to their opinions that to it's like, like it. one, <laughs> well, that it's like one of the best, like tightest scripts, like like it's just really, really well constructed. Mm-hmm. And maybe I just didn't like it. I so think I'm a lot of their I... movies, though, that Simon Pegg does are really well constructed. Yeah, because Edgar Wright apparently just has a lot of attention to detail, and yeah. it's like it's him. Simon and there's one other writer that they consistently work together on those uh, on those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if they tend to be a little outlandish, they they tend to be pretty just sound. Like there's not as many plot holes as you would think. I mean, there's obviously like when you're dealing with like sci-fi robots, yeah, aliens constantly. But I know that to that kind of degree. I know Simon Pegg uh, wrote Star Trek Beyond, and he was pissed off about that movie. He did not like that movie. The movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. He didn't like it. Oh, uh, yeah. but it was like him and like five other fucking people. Yeah. Or, well, well, he was coming no, into four, three, he, he, he was maybe? coming in to fix it though. Is kind of what happened. Yeah. Yeah, but he got his name is like the main writer credit. Yeah, which, which I would pissed never him off. Yeah, I would never pin that on him. There's no way. Um Paul was another good one that they did. I the enjoyed Alien Paul. With Seth Rogen. Um, it kind of doesn't hold up. It's a little slow and a bit juvenile, mm-hmm. but it's funny you mentioned Seth Rogen because I didn't see the last one of the that trilogy. I want to. Instead, I watched This Is the End. Oh, they're yeah. two completely different uh, movies. I yes. know. I know. This Is the End is fucking terrible. The only thing that was really funny to me is Channing Tatum willing to fucking humiliate himself by being, being a, a gimp. gimp. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and they tried to make Michael Sarah a fucking badass. It's fucking hilarious. No, they was... made him into an asshole. No, that's what I'm saying. They tried to make him a badass, like, prick. Like, oh, like yeah. the complete opposite of what he is, like, in real life for the characters he plays. I think that's what they were. They were going based on, like, what tabloids and shit put out for a lot of these Essentially, I think it was supposed to be relatively meta. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, 
I, that movie fucking sucks. I like dude. the Backstreet Boys, but going back to, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, John. Paul. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. Uh, you don't get the Backstreet Boys till you go to heaven, man. Backstreet Boys, Backstreet's back. All right. Didn't Paul get a sequel? I don't think no, so. No. No. Uh, no. I, li- I mean, I liked it for the most part. They, like, I like absurdist comedy that can really, that, that knows, knows it what has it's a- doing. Yeah, because then when they try to do something dramatic, it really hits hard. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to, if like, pretty much watch any, like, Korean film ever made, mm-hmm. maybe, like, um, some Japanese and Chinese stuff, but the Koreans really, and, and the way I said that sounded overtly racist, I didn't mean to, but, um, like, I watched, like, um, well, these aren't even Korean, which is funny, but um, uh, Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin Soccer. Mm-hmm. Those are two films that are like, oh, and like The Host, that's a good one, uh, where they have this absurd shit happen in it, like almost to a comedic effect. But then when they dial it and bring it back in and it's really dramatic, like you have these huge hyper emotional payoffs to where like their outlandish world really kind of works for itself, which I really like. It's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of fun when you can do stuff like that, but it requires you to be extremely self aware and very careful with what you do with your characters. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I, I I definitely recommend those three. But like with Paul, they do that. Like Bill Hader's character is like so feverishly looking for Paul, and then at some point he gets you know he mm. has like a turn of a turn of character and it's. It's just, it was really interesting. I, it was, it was a cool concept. I've watched it twice. We got a good laugh out of it. I don't think it's necessarily that good, but I definitely think it's worth a watch. I don't know. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's interesting. I think I, I know why I thought there was a, Simon Pegg says he would do a sequel, but mm. it's so expensive to make that the cost would have to come down. And since it's a British film and Brexit cost everything that, rise in cost that's not not likely to happen (laughs) that's what i was thinking about when i was watching sonic the fucking bar scene oh yeah yeah, yeah. they stole the bar scene from paul and then stole the slow-mo version from quicksilver and x-men i was like it's literally those two scenes just mushed together this idea that they just put some clothes on this thing that looks absolutely nothing like a human but we're just sitting here and buying it there's a lot of stuff in paul though that always reminds me of roger from uh american dad oh oh yeah yeah oh (laughs) great Yeah, I wouldn't imagine if I wouldn't be surprised if they were a little influenced by that. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure they yeah. all know fucking Seth MacFarlane too. Yeah, they probably, probably were like, "Hey, can I uh, steal your fucking great? Can I steal thing? your ideas?" <laughs> I, I I would definitely recommend watching if you like Seth Rogen comedy type stuff, or even Simon Pegg stuff. Like it's Simon, well, Simon Pegg, Pegg and Pegg Nick Frost. It. Well, it's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost hanging out again. They both like, wrote it. So I'm like, yeah, just go with them. Like it's it's it'll be decent. Also, speaking of Seth Rogen. I'm just going to throw the hot take out here. I know you guys haven't seen it yet, but I want the internet to know. I fucking just saw the finale of uh, The Boys Season 2. Uh-huh. Oh, so you did watch it. F- fuck that whole season now. Uh, like, <laughs> that season sucked. It was really bad. Season 2 is really bad. I was trying to hang in. It lost me pretty much in Episode 3. Episode 4 thought they were doing something clever, and then I just rolled my eyes so hard it, I got dizzy. And then I pretty much just limped to the end. I saw the finale, and I'm just kind of like, fuck this entire show. So I, I got it. I don't even care about season three. The only reason I will watch season three 
mm-hmm. is because Jensen Eccles is supposed to play a character called Soldier Boy, who is essentially their Captain America. Mm. And I very much love Jensen, uh, Jensen, so I will be watching that purely out of fanboyism. And I like Carl Urban, obviously. Who do play Jensen Eccles? Who? Who's Jensen Eccles? I'm trying to read. Uh, he was Dean from Supernatural, or he also uh, did the voice for uh, Jason Todd as the Red Hood in the Amanda. Oh, okay. Under the yeah. Red Hood. But he's really well known for uh, Great um, Dean Winchester and uh, Supernatural on their final season this year. Huh. Did they finish it because of Corona or no? Did they uh, no, not get they, to finish they, it? No, they just decided. They just decided they're going to finish it. Yeah, well, no, I, I knew they, they were it before the pandemic. Yeah, they were going to end before Corona, but yeah. I wasn't sure if they got nope. their ending in or not. Yeah, they already they already filmed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And now they're and now they're showing them off and they're showing them off now. Man, that would suck. You know, you, what 15-year show, they're like, we're finally going to end it. Oh, no, can't film the finale. Sorry. Oh fuck Bro, that, that dude. Would there's suck. <laughs> yeah, but there's no way CW would not give them the final episode, no. especially when they decided to go out. They're like, "Hey, we don't need we don't need three more seasons. We don't need to get to fucking twenty. Yeah, just let us have this last one to wrap everything up, and we'll call it good." I refuse to believe that they wouldn't wait a year or two, and then just bring them back and have them do it. Like, right. yeah. there's there's no fucking way the world would riot, dude. I, even people who don't give a shit about this show. Understand it's gone for almost two full decades. Yeah. Like, fucking let them leave on their own merits. Like, they literally referenced so that show in their other CW shows. Like, Dude, fucking yeah. Legends did a whole episode about it. They had a Scooby-Doo. They had a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. Which was actually really good, by I don't the way. Watch, I don't watch yeah, the Supernatural show, but yeah, I, I've... I still have respect for all of it. So. Oh, it is mindless nonsense entertainment at this point. Um, they do. I mean, they are they are they are pure fan service. Pure. Yeah. But you can tell they're really talented because like they did stuff like I think they even did two musical episodes. But I know for a fact they did one, and the one they did was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um. And, like, I like when a show can incorporate – when they do something goofy like that, like a musical episode, when they can actually incorporate it into the show and make mm-hmm. it purposeful. Like Buffy, they had a demon that made everybody sing and do all that yeah. crazy stuff. Once um, more was feeling. Uh, one of the Considered one of the best episodes ever, which I didn't think the cast had as much talent for it. So I – it's – the episode's a little cringe, but the actual story in that episode is some of the best any storytelling song that Spike ever. does, I'm down for it. Sure. Well, and Anthony Head, come and on Anthony now. Head, Giles, yeah. fucking Giles, gimme, gimme, gimme. But Head fucking Stewart is like one of the like. That's why I really <laughs> wanted to hear him sing in uh, Sweeney Todd, Repo. and we didn't oh, even fucking Repo. get to. Repo. Yeah, but I got to hear him in that. But I wanted to hear him right. in Sweeney Todd too. Fair I'm enough. like, why did you put him in this movie if he's not fucking? And then singing? he's not gonna fucking sing. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Oh, man, I wouldn't even... Yeah, you're right. What a fucking waste of opportunity. It's the same thing I bitch about with with Tangled. I love Tangled. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. Uh, My biggest gripe is that Zachary Levi does not sing enough. Like, him and Mandy Moore are, like, fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, There wasn't a bad singer in that movie, and Zachary Levi just... He only sings a little bit in the bar scene, and then he sings... um, they're all duets. He doesn't even get his own song. And it's horseshit. Because yeah. Zachary Levi is actually a good singer. And it made me mad. Anyway. 
Um, but like, uh, yeah, with the supernatural thing, uh, I was a huge fan. I think it should have honestly ended at season five. Uh-huh. Um, had that happened though, we wouldn't have gotten like Castiel and like the angels and stuff, which was a lot of fun. And then there's a lot, they, they're really good at doing the meta stuff. Yeah. Um, so they're really cartoonish, but they, they do play it pretty close to the vest. Like they understand their own lore. They, they really, really understand their fan base. They know what they, they want. These are the kind of people that like Eureka is a good example for me where I like the show so much and I like the cast and it seems like everybody's actually having a good time. I will eat up and consume anything behind the scenes. Uh, I will be on YouTube at their Paley fests where they like do these big Q and A's and, uh, all these like fun little fan events. I will watch every single one. Uh, Parks and Rec's another one where it's like you could just tell if if they could figure out their schedules and do this for fifty years, they would have. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> it's hard to nail shit like that because like I don't even know if the Roseanne cast likes each other as much as you would think, but they probably just cranked, not. <laughs> probably not. But I mean, man, they cranked out like eight or nine what? seasons. You think of just John good Goodman's shit. going to set every day and being like, these fucking people, come on. Like, you know, he's just like, fuck. Why am I? Oh yeah. Paycheck. Okay, cool. I don't know, man. John Goodman feels yeah. like the kind of guy who just wants to work and he's just good. Think of all the stuff he's been. Yeah, in. but that Nick doesn't Lebowski. mean he has to like the people he's working this with. Is, uh, this is <laughs> I haven't heard true. any stories about him. Yeah. I've never heard anything bad. Cause he's a good actor. He can, Act like he likes the people. (laughs) Fair enough. It's also the reason why people stop putting stock in your actors to tell you about political shit because their their literal profession (laughs) is to lie to you to invoke emotion. Like, I wonder how much they get paid when they do those stupid like vote this year thing. Oh, I don't even actually. To be completely honest, in this day and age, I don't even imagine they're being paid for that stuff. I guarantee you. Well, no, because they live in the system. Oh, yeah, 100%. Hollywood is completely liberal. There's a reason why they call it the liberal arts, Michael. Um, I know that, but, I but mean, it's not completely liberal. There's there's plenty of oh, I'm conservatives sure. in oh, Hollywood. Oh, I'm sure, but um, if you outright speak on that side, you're probably not going to get any work. I don't know. Tim Allen's still working. Uh, yeah, One after being, like fi- after, being cancel- after being canceled once, the show. Brought back. Brought back and then removed again and then told to tone down. He which was removed I actually again. Uh, they were moved. They were moved by. Ne- they were canceled. Brought back and then moved networks. Yeah, he he moved over to Fox. Fox. Yeah, and then which, Disney fucking bought Fox. Exactly. And, then, and as soon as that happened, I was like, oh. And then they dial. But then they got. They didn't get canceled, but they had to dial back their stuff, which I would I make care. the argument. Okay, when they did dial first, back, when they did dial back the politics, the show got better. That first but I, episode, though, when they came back and they made fun of the fact they that did Disney not fucking canceled, care. They were just like, "Fuck it." They're like, "Oh, they this network's better, care. anyways." <laughs> they got fucked up, man. It, it, that was like a year later. They got fucking yeah. bought out. It's like, damn. I wonder. Uh, I, it's, when you but you're talking to the guy. Those like, yeah. how many of those actors were so worried about doing? that gag on that episode because <laughs> they're like well disney like owns almost everything i'm ever gonna work on probably well well here I'll, I'll get i'll get back to that that's actually funny you say that um but i'm still the guy fucking fight me I, i'll just say that show peaked on season one and when they did some recasting and changed up a bunch of stuff the show went to shit it was no good season two was terrible um they deserved to be canceled it was shit 
season one is fucking awesome. And if they could have kept, because like those they, actors went off and did some really good shit. Yeah. Uh, Molly Epperman, the 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 hot daughter, the middle one, she did uh, a couple paranormal activity movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Caitlin Dever is like fucking on fire right now. All over Netflix, doing all kinds of cool movies. She was the young, kind of like tomboyish one. She's, they still do the show though, don't they? Uh, I don't know if they're still. She's the uh, only true. one still on the show that's original sister. She's the only Who? original. sister. Caitlin Dever or Molly Efferman, the the, the middle the one, the little, the young one. Oh, I thought I figured she would have bailed. Her career is on fire no, right now. She's she's the only original sister because they changed out the older sister for the one chick oh and she's um, to look more motherly i think she is no um Um, they had creative differences with the uh, first actress and then Uh, political the middle daughter ended up leaving when they got canceled because she ended up getting another gig and she just couldn't do both at the same time then they brought in this uh, they they roseanned it but they didn't try to even make it look didn't even but then they also they're then like, they, oh, like, you're so tall now. And it's like, I've always been this way. I'm like, what? Lies. And then they <laughs> super they super aged Boyd. And then uh, they changed no, they kept the, the act- same actor for Boyd. He's been Are the you same. sure? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, then he had a growth spurt. Um, yeah. It was the kid in Roseanne that was like oh, DJ? possibly. No, no, no. Um, the in the the remake or the reboot. oh the Connors oh no the Connors that. like the the boy that was playing the kid like he had issues possibly coming back but I think he did anyways no. but then um uh Boyd's father uh they replaced him too with this like soy boy vegan dipshit who was his who Which was the character, character before in the first season I forget would you love like, to know who they, it was like would you Hanson love to know or something right no and fuck you Hanson Judas Ju- or what, what are those, Judas what are those the boys fuck called where are those oh, it was, called? Oh, oh Jesus <laughs> somebody get Jesus in the silver coins because Judas is here no I don't it pay was, attention to those it guys. was it was um it was Nick Jonas Jonas See, Close one enough. of the Jonas brothers. Judas, I got Jonas, you. Same thing. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> I knew where you were going, but that is just—it's an unfortunate name that <laughs> that you bring up. No, now the guy that's replaced him is uh, Hyde's brother. Yeah, Oof, which is also kind of unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> and when you say Hyde, we mean uh, the Masterson brother. Uh, was it yeah. Danny? Danny Masterson, yeah. Which He's I didn't the, actually, yeah. which I didn't finish up my musical stuff first off. Uh, by the way, uh, the 70s show musical is fun, but there's no reason to do it. They just do it. Also, um, it was funny you said uh, the Simpsons make fun of Disney constantly. Christmas. And they are also, and they're owned by Fox. Yeah. Tivis, if you look stuff up and you're going to give us information, don't just pot shot it in there. Feel free to tell us to shut up. <laughs> it's Christopher. Danny is the guy who played Hyde. Okay. Yeah, Danny is the guy. No, Jordan Masterson is the guy from Last Man's Standing. Christopher yes. is oh. the guy who was in Malcolm in the Middle. The older brother man, from Malcolm in the Middle. Because, oh. man, they dialed down on Boyd's dad. Like, man, they really hyped him up as this weird, like, super vegan crazy person and i'm like wow well he's supposed to well he was supposed to be the um the extreme left against tim allen's extreme right which i also understand but again the just lack of subtlety hurts so hard in season two it hurt man and then like they made kyle like 
overtly dumb. And then when he had him starting to date the middle daughter, I'm like, wow, you fucked this show up completely. This is bad. Because, it do- well, it doesn't speak to Kyle's character, first of all. Yeah. Second, it's really weird. It would be the equivalent of me dating Hannah. And then a few years later, Hannah's like, no, nah, I'm going to go back to my baby daddy. And then I start dating her little sister. It's fucking insane. Oh, hey. Danny Masterson has two. Okay, we're just gonna. Okay, on. never mind. Right, I'm bye. sorry. We were on <laughs> the Masterson's hell, for a second. So fuck me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. My favorite musical was Scrubs. Yeah, and they make that work in in time because the lady has mm. a tumor and it's all in her mind, which I loved, and I thought the music was actually really good. They did yeah, a music video in Last Man Standing on the first season. The, the uh, pie one. Pie rack. Yeah. It's Pyrac, and yeah. um, it's awesome, and it really showed the chemistry of the three daughters that did not exist in the second season. You could tell. Well, that's because they replaced the, the oldest sister by the second season. No, but that's what I'm saying. It, like, yeah. the actors just don't have any chemistry. Yeah. Like, zero. You think Compared they would to the get first daughter, one, daughter, when they replace an actor, get someone that looks closer to Kind of looks like them. Yeah. Like, They're just like, no, like, if we overtly hasn't it, Like, TV hasn't had this issue before, like... They, they recast the dude who show Bewitched in the 70s show, in Roseanne, in Home Improvement, I think, recast Cause the Sa- character. Because Sarah Chalk looks nothing like the original Becky. <laughs> um, Becky, too. Be- fucking hell. And that's so funny that they brought her back for a, for an episode. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, where they both what? met. Oh, my God. It was so funny. They, uh, they brought, brought her Sarah back Chalk- in the original series? Yeah. I think it's the original. I'm like 90% sure. And Roseanne went. I know when they in the rebooted, reboot. Not the Connors. Not the Connors. No, no, no. no, no. no. The Roseanne. The new. The, the new Roseanne. Roseanne before it turned to Connors, when they rebooted it, she was a character that was um, supposed to be pregnant with the other one's daughter. I believe it was. Yeah. The original and they, Becky's and they daughter. Ju- and they just stare at each other for a second. It's really fucking mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Like, you look um, familiar. Well, and like, um, or no, John uh, John Goodman has a joke about it. He because he yeah. comes in and sees both of them at the same time or some bullshit. And then Lisa Robin Kelly, who was uh, Eric Foreman's sister, she died uh, tragically, and then uh, they replaced her. And oh my God, the p- replacement looks nothing like her. Yeah, nothing. Which I do understand. It could be difficult to find somebody that looks like them and has the talent at the same time. But fucking hell, try a little bit harder. Like, please. Just don't write the character into the... Because, like, don't forget, like, in that 70s show, Donna had a sister. Yeah. And then they just, like, after season one, never spoken about again. Yep. Yep. It's like, you guys can do just write them out. Kelso was also supposed to have, like, a hundred brothers, too. And we He's only got, ever like, saw four one. brothers or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. only see freaking Luke, uh, Wilson. Luke Wilson. Yeah. You mean Stripesy? Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, sparked all that. Uh, 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 season two of The Boys sucks. It's uh, it's really shit. And I would I really we started. And I would, yeah, I know. Aren't tangents fun? Um, one hundred percent. I would really, really like to dissect this one because, man, it is a cavalcade of nonsense. Like to literally, I watched the finale, to where I was because it's one of those things where because the way that they and. Uh, Michael and I had a really good discussion about this. The um, binging aspect. Like, mm-hmm. I I really do think companies are fucking themselves lately by not just 
putting everything out at the same time. I understand the mechanics of like keep your audience invested and keep them around a little bit longer. But the way they did it this year with boys, they dropped three episodes, one, two, three, bam. And then did weekly for the last five, I believe. Which is why and, I stopped watching. <laughs> which is, but see, that's what I'm saying. People drop off. But the whole thing was, is like when, right this, before I watched the finale, I went back and watched all the episodes again. Right. Because I wanted to know what was going on going into the finale. And the problem was, is all the things that I was noticing that they kept fucking up got compounded like a hundredfold in the finale, mm-hmm. which then made me go back and rethink about all the things that happened throughout the, uh, the season to lead me here. Yeah. And I go, this season's shit, dude. It's so bad. Like, yeah. it's, it's like... It's like iconically bad. Like I think it's really shit. And um, go watch Umbrella Academy. I've heard it's worse. I find it more entertaining. It's I really so like. Much I more really, entertaining. But see, my problem is, is I really like the first season. So here, I don't the want them to fuck it up, which they obviously did. For me, for me, I can get past the technically bad aspects if it's still entertaining. But see, I don't know. I don't even know if it was entertaining because this, it was the so boys. Overt. I don't find it entertaining. That's, That's what I'm saying. Off. Yeah, like yeah, because they got so overt with their stuff. It was no nuance and no. There was not. It wasn't the commentary and like the silly stuff that they were doing to like call people out mm-hmm. was not funny anymore. It was to a point where it's like ooh, like when they would do it, you just sit back and go yeah. ooh, ooh. Like uh, remember when they're talking about they're they're shooting the seven, essentially the Justice League movie in their in their world the Schneider cut or the they're the shooting Joss it Whedon and then one of the cut. characters comes over and they go hey so have you guys seen the Joss rewrites and it's like fucking yeah. hell guys could we not it was funny for a second but then you're just like oh you're gonna keep going with it okay but you know why but you know why I have the problem with that I'm fine with Joss you didn't say Whedon you went with Josh Joss, which yeah. Joss is already just a really different name you could have said Josh because everyone calls him Josh anyways. Fucking that would have been yeah. fucking hilarious. That actually would have been kind of funny. But uh, but you and I even brought up the idea that Seth Rogen was Seth Rogen yeah. in this world when he's producing the show, which is pretty wide known knowledge. Yeah. Also, this if, was you're, done if you're going to compound like that, it's awful. This this was shot clearly before all like the Ray Fisher stuff. So it's like, okay, Fuck what are you trying me. to what are you trying to commentate right here when you're saying this? Well, like, and there's just basic ass shit that I keep telling people. I'm like, here, I'll just give you like three or four things just so people know I'm not yeah. just saying it because it's not just about me. Um, A train gets booped out of the the seven by Homelander. Mm. The only ha- the only person of color in the fucking seven. Well, I mean, we have somebody called Black Noir. Does that count? Um, no. <laughs> No, no, it doesn't. Um, and when he gets like shot or something, you tell you can tell he's Caucasian. Like I think that you yeah, see his yeah, skin, yeah. skin and burned all up and fucked. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, you might get a couple of spoilers to this. Trust me, I don't even know if you'll finish it because one of my <laughs> biggest problems. Well, no, because honestly, I know you're not enjoying the first one. Um, which trust me, I can te- I can totally understand for like the aesthetics and stuff. But in the second season, they really double down on the violence, but it doesn't feel justified. Like, when, when violence was used in the first one, it was, like, overt gore, but there was a point. It was to show that Homelander was ruthless. It was sh- to show this person was, a like, that some, they're like somebody. they're like gods can that can do whatever they yeah. want. 
Yeah. Now they just this, do it for the 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 oh. Well, it doesn't even feel like they're doing it. It feels like they're putting it in because well, we're no, no, I mean that's like the, the filmmakers are doing it for the <gasps> value. That's what I'm shock saying. Value. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 100. Um, but you have A Train getting booped out because he has a heart attack and his heart can't use his powers anymore. And Homelander knows that, so he kicks him out. Stormfront comes in. We find out she's a Nazi. And the reason why they won't bring A Train back, the, the show told us, it's because Stormfront doesn't want him back. And we know why Stormfront doesn't want him back. It's because she's racist. Yeah. Which they, they actually forget- feed that into the show a lot before they even reveal that she's a freaking Nazi. So Yeah, which is fine, which is totally fine by me because I, I think that's an interesting idea. A superhero that's actually racist. I think that's a fucking great idea. You could do you a lot of stuff with that. think they take it from like, you know, a president that's actually racist or but you could like do stuff a, like- a, a congressman or something like that. Um, but my <laughs> issue but my issue is my issue is then they're trying to get him back into the seven. He ends up joining this like group. Uh, kind of the only thing that was really funny to me. And like, I was interested in where it was going to go with the deep and a train kind of hooked back up for some reason, but that goes fucking nowhere. So it doesn't matter. Do um, they do? Cause I haven't finished. I haven't finished, but yeah, do they yeah, do yeah. any deep stuff with deep stuff? <laughs> do they do anything <laughs> with uh, the deep with with the um the the collective base the the collective or the church the Scientology or church whatever or whatever you what the fuck them. you want to call them um, the cult <laughs> they show they show they show that they have like some tie-ins with some people it's not really fleshed out and I honestly the deep the deep storyline looked like it was just yeah. it just went fucking nowhere it was I it I would like honestly to felt see like a hundred percent um. Uh, comic relief so do you think that the that cult thing is going to be in the third season or you think it's gone now i think again still haven't seen the finale so that's why i asked i will i want to say yes but no because you could do a lot of deep things with that (sighs) i know like you really could um i based on the finale i'm gonna say no but there's always potential because it is a a organization so maybe we'll see but um the deep storyline, which I found funny, and they have some really dumb moments, like the Patton Oswald Gills thing, I think is a complete fucking miss. I didn't find that funny. I thought it was stupid. But, like, his storyline goes nowhere. So even if I hang in for the dumb stuff, it wasn't worth it. Um, but, like, the whole thing was is to get A-Trey back into the seven. And their idea is because, well, Stormfront doesn't like him because he's right. It's like, no, Homelander fucking kicked him out because he can't do anything. And then the story yeah. just says, no, he's perfectly fine. Like, the last episode says, no, I can use my powers. I'm fine. It's like, what? We don't even know why. It's really lame. And then there's this huge fight where Starlight and Stormfront are involved with each other fighting. Starlight has to get her powers from electricity. And we've mm-hmm. learned that she can pull it through anything. car battery, cars, anything that's electrical. She can pull power from and use her powers. Which, that wasn't even the thing in the first season, was it? Yes, it Not was. Not that I've seen. Yeah, it was. Was it? Oh. Okay. Uh, remember in the alleyway when she uh, beats up the racists? Did you get or ra- Rapists, I mean. Sorry. <laughs> they were going to rape the girl and Rapist, she fucks racist, up these they're all guys. assholes, so it doesn't matter. I, yeah, essentially, right? <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember any power she, going out She anymore. pulled... Uh, she pulled out from the streetlights. Oh, I missed that. 
I think the uh, second season they like kind of dive into it a little more then because I don't well, remember get, them saying I, well, that the, they pulled it. Oh, don't worry. They really do, but I'll give you the nail in the coffin for me. This is this is the second thing that I hate. Um, so it establishes that she takes her power from electricity. Mm-hmm. Stormfront uses electricity. That's her power. Yeah. She shoots lightning bolts, essentially. She, like, Palpatines. The ultimate power. And they're having a fight. And this is, like, the climax, dude. This is, like, we're in the climax fight. Everybody's, like, stuck here. We're having stuff. Stormfront fucking lightning blasts Starlight. She hits the ground. And she's gone. She just, because the the scene needed her to be downed for a fight and some tension to happen for, like, two minutes. And I go... No, 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 no. This is bullshit. She got hit by lightning. Yeah. She absorbed, she should absorb the power. Well, they did, because, they've done the same thing with um, Thor. Like, But that's what I was saying. It, that was I'm my like, example. Why does Thor, like, he if he gets hit by lightning, he should just absorb it too. Or, or at I least even Mjolnir the, or something. Well, no, they, but even better, I gave, the, the example was, is Starlight could be Iron Man and Stormfront was Thor. So yeah. when she when he hit her or when uh, Stormfront hit her with the power, it should have supercharged her. There's, if there's anything. <laughs> there's a work around that in in comics, all, all the comics. Anyone who uses electricity, generally early on, they have some kind of like a battery cap, and if they go over that amount of energy, they get hurt. Like, Which I'm fine with, yeah, but you have that. to establish yeah, that stuff that should because. Have been... Because if, if you're having this big fight between two baddies, I need to know what their limits are. Otherwise, there's no right. tension. A perfect example is when Tony's fighting Thanos on Titan in Infinity War. You're watching. I think that's half the reason why you like the nanite. Or just, that's why Iron Man really works in a fight. You know he's a pseudo kind of OP for what he actually is, a guy in a metal suit. Um, but seeing his stuff get damaged and he's losing pieces, it shows that there's wear and tear. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And that's what creates the tension. No, no, and, I, um, also according yeah. to Marvel, like with, with how they've done with Thor and oh, Iron Man to power them up levels. Can, yeah. Could you say then that Iron Man getting blasted by Electro should just power power his fucking suit up too. Yeah, you when really should. Because we've see, clearly seen him taken down in the comics by him. Absolutely, like, absolutely. But again, that's why I always say try to go by the movies, and then if they can do really good comic yeah. Easter eggs, and 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 at least hold true to the characteristics of the character. Yeah, it, from I can, the comics, which, then that's fine. Which yeah, no, I, 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 I kind of brought that up because we are getting Jamie Foxx back as Electro, possibly. Yeah, yeah. So weird. I I, I want to hold the off same version. I want to hold off talking about so. that. I yeah. want to hold off talking about that because of right now I totally believe it's all rumor and nonsense. Yeah, but it might. Uh, there's be. more rumors, but I um, I'm waiting, holding off until someone else. There's confirms. too but, many rumors. <laughs> but here's my here's my final one, and this is the episode that broke me, and I called it good. I I couldn't yeah. do it anymore. Lamplighter gets introduced. Sean a- uh, Ashmore, by the way, yep. who is uh, Mr. Hold on. Uh, Iceman. Yeah. Iceman. Yeah. What is his power? Uh he's a so you know how Iceman and his buddy Pyro he's were in the power, X-Men pyro movie? Now. He, yeah. He's Pyro. He literally has a uh the flick lighter. 
Yeah. That he just sits and annoys you with. Which I kind of feel that that's like a meta joke that fucking Seth I hope like, so. Hey, I fucking You're hope going so. to be oh, Pyro. Seth Rogen in charge, you know that. Which I'm fine with and could be really cute. Because I My found that funny. Is... I found that funny. Like, I had to point that out to Nikki. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. She's like, what? I was like, it's Iceman. Iceman. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. With his friend was Pyro, who had a fucking annoying lighter where people yeah. told him to stop doing Which it. Which Pyro got changed around multiple times, too, in the X-Men movies. Boom. Yep. There's another one. So my issue, so my issue is, is that Lamplighter ends up turning because apparently he has some history with Frenchie, who's my favorite character in the show, by the way. Why yeah. is uh, his name Lamplighter? I so dumb, and they do can make fun light of him. Lamps, man. He he does have a re- well because they also give him like a fucking retarded staff that has like Lantern fire in it. <laughs> I, it's so dumb, dude. It's really funny though. Like, and they do make fun of him about yeah. the name and the costume and all that shit. Oh, good. So so it's fine. It, 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 they do make fun of him, which. I don't know if it necessarily helps, but it's his name. He used to be part of the seven. He got removed. He's doing stuff. I won't ruin that for anybody because it is kind of a cool reveal, but it doesn't really end up mattering because for some reason, Starlight gets imprisoned in the tower. She's outed. People know that she's done some stuff and the seven aren't cool with it. And they have like a containment room, a prison. That should hold any soup, essentially, is the point. And again, she draws her powers from light, essentially. Energy, if you will. So it's basically like the arc. Sure. Supposed to hold powers, people. Sure. So they put her in the room. Of course, there's green lights illuminating. I will let that go for the sake of it. I understand that they're trying to tell me. It's like, well, you just want to see her in the cage. I go, then just don't show us. Just have her just banging on the thing and then they maybe like show us a picture of what the thing looks like with the lights on like in a in a screen shot or something you know what i mean don't actually have lights in it when that's her power uh so that annoyed the shit out of me but it's fine i'm like okay maybe we can work with that. the lights are solar power then the cables go out and there's just solar uh, panels there and she can't oh, get power from the don't, sun don't worry michael keep it in mind because we're not done with it yet <laughs> um so so Lamplighter decides he's working with some baddies doing some baddie stuff, but they convince him to be a good man in one episode, not even a full episode, like half an episode. He's going to end up testifying against Vought, the, the company that runs the soups essentially. Yeah. And with his testimony, they can bring down the company, quote unquote. That's the idea. So he's in a safe house, all the boys and all the people like doing all the stuff. They all fuck off for some reason, which is really weird. And they leave Huey with Lamplighter randomly. And they're watching porn. It's superhero parody porn. Ha ha ha. Do you get the joke? It's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. I fucking hate this season. And so they keep doing that. And Huey somehow somehow convinces Lamplighter. And the way that Huey and them find out that Starlight's been captured and being held prisoner... It's so fucking stupid and convenient. It hurts my soul. Was but it in the porn? <laughs> it was literally, they were watching porn, right? And Lamplighter says, you fucking turn it off. I'll light you on fire, blah, blah, blah. So then we cut away. We have the scenes. And then they're doing a press conference where Homelander and Storefront are talking about how Starlight is this like terrorist, undercover, bad person. And then we hard cut back to Huey's face watching the TV as if he's probably watching the press conference take place. Yeah. 
No, it's more porn. Cool, really running this joke into the ground, are you? Neato. And so Huey finally goes, fuck this. I'm turning it off. He turns it off. Hard cut. The TV goes right to the press conference. And that's how he finds out that Starlight's been captured. I'm like, fucking convenient. Eat my butt. Stupid show. Somehow, he convinces Lamplighter to go with just him and and just those two to go to essentially Avengers Tower by themselves to break her out. How? There's a mere... I know. Light the whole building on fire. Let's just see what happens. No. They show up. Come in the ground level. Lamplighter has a hand screener. He's still in the system? I'd be fired from Michael's craft store and they wouldn't even let my employee number open a fucking sliding door after a month. Are you kidding Kroger me? Kroger canceled my employee discount the day after I left. <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes no sense that this corporate insane, like, uh, baddie company would still have him on file. And even if he did, security would be like, who's this guy that we haven't seen in a thousand years? He's just back and he's in the building. He brings Huey in. They act like security cameras just don't exist. They should have explained that as they still use him for <sighs> press, really, or oh, something. It's so fucking bad. Oh, trust me, they don't. Uh, they're, his backstory just does not work. So him and Huey somehow end up in the Seven's room, the, the, the Hall of Justice, if you will. Mm-hmm. They're in the room looking at the statues, and he like laments the fact, oh, they took my statue down. Like, bummer. It's like, yeah, you haven't been part of the group for, like, fucking, like, 10 years, my guy. And he goes, he gets all sad and lamenting, and he looks at Hugh, and Hugh's like, what the fuck are you doing? We need to go. Like, we need to, like, help, help. We need to figure this out. You're the only one who knows the layout. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, I wish my dad would blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, he lights himself on fire. Kills himself. Because he's depressed? I guess. Because he feels like a badman. Like, I guess he wanted to atone for all the terrible things he's done or something. That's Not a good time. But you, guess you why? You by testifying, dumbass. But why? Exactly. <laughs> but why But why did Lamplighter have to kill himself in the room? By lighting himself on fire? Smoke alarms. Smoke alarms. Uh, alarm lights. Warning lights and sprinklers go off. There are emergency lights that go off in the <laughs> cell that Starlight's in. She steals the power from those lights and breaks herself out. Then Huey's stuck in this building by himself as a wanted international criminal. Who's just human. Who's just human. Can't do shit. And he's not even like Billy Butcher who's been doing this for a long time. So even yeah. then you have the issue. So now what's his plan? He has to get around. So he goes to the burned corpse of Lamplighter and breaks a liquor bottle. And we have this grotesque 30-second moment where he rips off Lamplighter's, like, wrist and hand. Why do you think he did that? To, like, use his get uh, powers? Powers, no. Can't no, use, powers, use the door scanners, which shouldn't mm-hmm. work because his skin burned off. Yay! Tivis, you nailed the million-dollar... Obvious fucking plot hole, people. This is retarded. I really hope Lamplighter turns out to be like a phoenix and he just gets reborn. Rises from the my wrist. (laughs) Uh, By the way, no. Second, this makes it even better. Starlight's mom is being detained in that building as well. Unknown to the knowledge of Huey, 
and Starlight. I don't even believe that Huey's even met the mom at this point of yeah, Starlight. Yeah, at the uh, the church in the first season. Oh, okay. So that's fine. So for the most part, then they pseudo know each other. That's fine. He goes down into the basement using the charred hand. That makes no sense. Why are we Here's going to a the woman... basement? Why aren't we escaping? Oh, he thinks Starlight's still there. That's right. Exactly. He still wants to break her out. He doesn't care. He hears a woman banging on a door. So naturally, he opens the door. Mm-hmm. It's Starlight's mom. He just happens to run into her. And then Starlight's running around. All three of them run together. And they just escape. I go, this show is built on convenience and bullshit. I'm just like... When the finale happened, I go, I just, my brain could not take it anymore. And this is, Michael, this is after you and I talked about the chip thing in the very first episode that I praised. The idea that they're down in the subway and her chip just doesn't work? Fuck off, show. But I was willing to give you that. But then they're just like doing, they're going off on car trips. There's only other quote-unquote superhero group that I know that puts chips into their people is the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. <laughs> yep. So and why why do these oh, people insane. think they're safe with a fucking it's chip so in It's so insane, dude. It's so insane. And I just go, I just got to say, I'm just, fuck this season. It was, was there a really chip bad. In, uh, translucent? Yeah. Okay. Also, that's funny you brought that up. I did like the idea that somebody said if his skin's impenetrable – that's like the whole point. Mm-hmm. Why did he explode into a bunch of pieces in the first season? Spoilers. Well, yeah, it's first season. I don't care. Tivis ain't there yet. I mean, He's they watching, said it's a yeah, type that of metal, in... so I guess it would just depend on how much. No, the translucent thing metal. happens in like the first like two episodes or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, it's like this weird metal. So you would think it would just like encase inside him. I guess it would just depend on the f- impact force that the metal can take. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean, well, he got Hulk, hit by a... Hulk's skin is supposed to be impenetrable too, but you can still end up making him bleed. So there's always impenetrable well, yeah. is only to a specific well, that... limit, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Which is fine. I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I just do find that funny that like you can't hurt him from the outside at all. If his skin's but, like, impenetrable, but... how did they put a tracker in him? Oh, they shoved it up his ass. Did they say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that I was the joke. That. Um, but my whole thing was, is when it exploded, the, like, I feel like the body should have encased everything and like maybe everything dripped out of all the orifices, orifices that don't work. Oh yeah. And Stormfront gets stabbed in the eye, by the way, even though they're all bulletproof. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, like all the heroes are fucking bulletproof and like their skin. Most of them. And shit. Most of them. And I'm if like, they're not, they, they are shown. It really kind of hurt my soul. I, it's, is that making fun of the, the Superman trailer where the bullet hits him? I love that scene, though. I, that was like the one cool thing from Batman Returns. Or Batman. Or fucking Superman, Superman Returns. Um, Man, I, I, I don't know. Bruce try and do that. I'll have to check they, it out and see. like, Because you're describing it, it. It just sounds like a shit show. But of course, uh, but I mean, you can the characters, yeah. but you like the characters and like yeah, yeah. the dialogue's fine, and you kind of just want to see where it goes, regardless. But I, man, I'm just saying the mechanics of it are so weird, and like the puzzle pieces are so disjointed. Yeah, it really feels like a puzzle that, like, when you had like, like when you you built the border, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then when you started putting all the pieces in in the middle, you just started slamming and mashing them together. And you're like, ah, close enough. Yeah. And um, so I appreciate letting me rant on that because I've been sitting on this for like two weeks. I (laughs) want to get killing my soul. I want to get to watching the the rest of it just just to get it done. But we've been busy with like horrible slasher movies from the 2000s yeah and oh and it's halloween dude we want to watch scary well i mean the last two nights we haven't watched any halloween stuff because we watched american pie and then last night we watched ace ventura pet detective yeah because i told my wife i was like we're gonna watch this because god knows when it's gonna get canceled from everything (laughs) yeah uh, i can hear a lot of the tropes they're making fun of and what oh excuse me sorry yeah and um uh, and he's saying and I'm that stuff but yeah I agree some of the stuff like you have to explain it and it seems yeah. like they're either forgetting or to rushing. add the explanation or just like they're, eh, who cares yeah they're they're probably like who cares or you know uh, Marvel gets away with le- <laughs> with more shit so maybe we can get away with it too yeah I will say a show that I that we have watched that turns out not to be binge worthy uh, mm-hmm. I found out. America's Funniest Home Videos is on Disney Plus, and they have a whole section yeah. of Halloween with a bunch of the Halloween, you know, special episodes. Yeah. They reuse, not binge worthy. They reuse so much, and I don't think anyone would notice if they were watching year to year. But binging it, you see the same footage. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like, because it's a show, basically, just they they probably forgot themselves, you know, what they shown. So a couple of them knows? are the exact same with t- same Tom Bergeron, uh, you know, talking over the same thing said. Yeah, I heard so Tom what, Bergeron, and all I'm thinking was like, what, oh man, remember when did, Dancing so with the you Stars t- was good? <laughs> so are you the, the his era, or have you guys watched all of uh, uh, Danny's era yet? Sorry, um, fucking, what's his name? Alfonso. No, no, that's the current no. one. No, original. Carlton? Original. Yeah. original. Original. America's Funny Some Videos. Oh, yeah. the full house guy. Um, uh, Danny. Oh, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Thank you. It's fucking Danny from the I love house. how I walked away for like a minute while you had the discussion, and I beat both of you to the answer. <laughs> uh, I watched from back then. I don't know if she has. We oh, kind of yeah. just started watching. I used to watch every Sunday. We're talking about America's Funny Videos, John. Uh, he gathered that now. What, what? Yeah, I used to watch it every Sunday with my grandpa. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Bob, the Bob Saget version, that was like our family thing. It's what we did. I yeah. believe we actually – our family even submitted one. Uh, we actually oh, submitted a video once. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it ever actually got on. I don't remember. I don't think so. There was one we had a slip and slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lived in uh, uh, it was Colorado Springs. We lived on this army base, and we had this nice backyard with big long, big, long hill that went down into a fencing area mm-hmm. so we had a big fenced off background uh backyard and it was like i don't know like 30 feet flat and then it <laughs> started to roll down and then you had a pretty solid drop off um so it worked for sledding and slip and slides and stuff we did a slip and slide i uh flew into the chain link fence and i got oh. a fence and got stuck underneath it like an <laughs> oh. asshole That's my my sister my sister just kept laughing that that seems and I was like, like a kiddo. That seems like was, something that would be on Tosh Point rather than. than I was like, videos. I was like, 
Well, to be fair, it was for like from far away. So it was like, I was like, oh man, if I was in Colorado, it was like two, four. I was probably like somewhere around six or six or eight, somewhere in there. Yeah. I was relatively young. So you just hear like this weird noise. You're like, wee, ah, ah, and then like the sisters like yelling and stuff. And yeah, it was really funny. We had one that we talked about submitting, but we never did. Uh, it was me and my sister when we were, my sister and I, when we were younger. And, nice, uh, <laughs> nice cover. Nice cover. I like it. Uh, and we were making, I think it was Christmas cookies. Uh-huh. I don't know what it was, but, uh, you know, we're rolling out the dough and stuff, and I just sneeze into the dough. <laughs> we're like, yeah, it's fine. You didn't make it in. Clearly made it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of our home videos were always like backyard wrestling things so i have no, there was nothing we were ever submitting to that fucking show <laughs> i i always wanted to though they had um in the late 90s early 2000s the professional backyard wrestling videos mm. and i always tried to submit to that but we never got in i was sad mm. i was like i cut my face open for this shit <laughs> oh dude speaking of wwe there have you heard what they did with this draft um i haven't heard anything because wwe is a piece of shit right now and they... god it oh. pisses me off. they broke up the new day did dun, they dun, dun. yeah uh, well i guess it's an old day now <laughs> just why oh vince is vince just he i don't know what they're doing over there um so, yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess I could go work there then. <laughs> well, you used to work. You used to do stuff with NXT, though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you pseudo did. No, no, they're two different. Oh, no, no, because NXT oh, okay. and WWE way different. NXT is so used much better. Be. <laughs> used to be, I guess. Yeah, until they took it back from Triple H. Um. Or whatever their shit was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Did you, uh, I want to hear you guys' opinions on the new trailers that came out. Did you see the Invincible trailer? The what? The Invincible. No. The comic. Nope. No? Oh. I heard that. I was like the Mark Wahlberg movie when he tried out for the Eagles. Yeah, I saw that no. like a decade ago. It's a, I thought it was going to be a live action adaptation. It turns out it's a animated and the art looks exactly like the comic. It's a, by the same guy who did um, a walking dead, um, Robert Kirkman. And it's really good. I'm reading it currently. Okay. And so it's going to be on Amazon prime next year. I think at this point, everything's going to be on streaming. At least that's what Disney thinks because that's the model they're trying to move to. It's just constant streaming with all of their content, movies Wait. and TV and everything. And Wait not to like just do a middle finger to theaters, like, hey, yeah. we're gonna release a movie to our streaming for free this time. Yeah, they're Screw not gonna go guys. the Mulan route. They're just gonna focus on their content for that. They're basically gonna be Netflix then. If they're gonna at, take at a that loss, point. yeah, if they're gonna take a loss anyway, at least let the theaters have a chance to get some income. Like, come Ooh. on. Do it both ways. Send it to theaters. Send it to your streaming platform. And granted, you'll get a lot more go- people go streaming, but for the people that like to watch the shit in theaters, especially your Marvel movies, like let us have a chance to see it in theater. 
Don't yeah. don't take that away from I, us. Like we've I, we've given you ten years of our lives already. Why would you do that? You know, Star Wars. Star Wars has given that like the the brand, not Disney. Mm-hmm. Like what? 40 50 years so now? okay so so okay so what's so what's the foundation argument here what are we what are we talking about so disney is making their plans they're focusing all their content towards streaming now and basically okay. saying fuck you to the movie theaters yeah um, they're okay. they're planning and it's not so going aren't to gonna exist right and it's not gonna be like mulan where you have to pay for it it's just on disney plus which also means their rates are just gonna go up anyways yeah but it's basically going to be like Netflix just for all the Disney content. I don't know, man. I, I t- it, it's a weird conversation to have, right? It's it depends on how how and what the motivations are. Uh, so, like, you look at Disney, right? Yeah, we're losing Regal. Regal's about to shut down. Yep. AMC's pre- getting there, pretty close yeah. behind. Um, the issues are, as of right now, I think we've always. Want- I hate to be the tinfoil hat guy, but I really do think a lot of this lockdown shit is to test the waters and to make things happen that society or not society, but like corporations that be, if you will uh, want to happen. Yes. This idea of like, um, we want mom and pop businesses to go out. We want them to die. That's the point because then the corporation Walmart's take over Walgreens take over. We don't need mom and pop stores because, mm-hmm. I 100% agree, because uh, especially with... I don't agree with the manifest, but I No, no, agree. I don't agree with doing so, but yeah, I agree exactly. with what you're saying. Like, I, I would like to preface all yes. of this with the fact that I want things to go back to the way it was back in the 90s, where the whole point is I'm so sick of this idea that capitalism doesn't work. It does work. It, 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 the problem is, is it got perverted. Mm-hmm. Same way that politics does work. It's just been ransacked by these people who have their own personal agendas right now. We work with, we work with color and idea. Yeah. Right now has been the best time for big corporations to come in and swoop up all these littler like brands. Oh, you don't necessarily mom and pop shops. No, not necessarily mom and pop shops. Those are the ones they want to die. But like other brands, like, like uh, apparently seven 11 has like come in and bought out a bunch of different, um, oh, places, uh, they just haven't changed the names. Of course, they're not going to. Why would you? Exactly. That'd be stupid. Because you need to keep it secret until right. it's basically done. everything is becoming monopolized by these a yes. couple of big industries, and even with like the decrees uh, going away and the movie theater stuff, it's like, why did that have to happen this year? Like, which of the year where the movie theaters are suffering the most too? Well, no, 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 no. You see, you're looking at the movies. The fun part is it's an election year. That's yeah. the thing. And um, everything, my, everything. It's all like it's it's really strange. It, they're all meshed in this garbled of bullshit. It's this big garbled <laughs> mess. And, 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 and I would tell people, like, honestly, if you want to see where we're heading or what we already are, I think the two best movies you could ever watch right now are basketball. Dead ass. And um Idiocracy. Idiocracy. I think, I think those two. Because, I mean, we have Kanye West running for president, quote unquote, not like in an official capacity. Right, he's not with a party, but official in one state. Exactly. But let's also argue if write them in, people. Like, but fuck right (laughs) off if you're telling me that if The Rock and Stone Cold did president vice president, 
people wouldn't vote for that just for the sheer irony who would be of who? it. Who would be who? The Rock uh, has to be the speaker. Of the oh, house. easy. Oh, easy. The Rock is the president. Um, Rock is king, president. King, future king. President, president of the United States is the Rock because he's got likability. He will always get voted back in. And, and then you have Stone Cold to be the no and divide and diversity. Yeah, diversity. Then you have Stone Cold be the vibe, uh, vice president because he will defend his fucking buddy to the day ever. And if they don't like it, he will stun them. Introducing not only mentally the but physically of the United States. Give me a hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and see, and we're fucking oh, children. SNL, where if please. we saw it, yeah, where is SNL? Like, oh yeah, no wait, they're not funny anymore. That's right. Um, yeah, they're not. Although, they're really not. They're they're their debates thing. Bill Burr being on there apparently the other day was actually that, really funny. The, that the, shot up everywhere. The debate thing that they did with Jim Carrey as Biden, that was more serious than the real fucking debate, which was wow. so sad. It is sad. I, I, but, I don't know if that was funny or just cringe with I f- <laughs> Which this one? Biden. The real one or the fake one? <laughs> Jim Carrey one. This Biden shit is freaking me out, man. Poor guy. I don't want to. I don't want to stay in politics. I understand people aren't. That's why that I'm making shit, fun but... of all. Of it it's I, all get, I get. I get. I get that. I get that people like aren't here for this. But man, you need to understand. Like, I. I really do kind of hate this rhetoric of the idea. Like, Ooh, well, I just like a movie, or I just like these things, and blah blah blah. Yeah, but you establish a pattern at some point. It's kind of like the idea, like. If you looked, if you came to somebody's house and saw what was hanging on their walls or mm. what their shelves were filled with, with movies or books, only books, no movies. What if they had no movies and it's all books? It says a lot about your personality. Mm. Um, to think that these things aren't inherent to themselves, like the idea, like, okay, so like uh, with a movie, they have polit- like go watch 90s stuff. They have their political things, the way that they do stuff, the way that they, um, you know, put in Demolition Man's a good example. Like, which we're getting there too. <laughs> like, uh, and it's so awful. <laughs> but like, I've even brought up Last Action Hero, the idea of making parodies. Like, so parodies. Hey, those police of, didn't have guns either in the Demolition Man. I know. <laughs> and they didn't even have toilet paper because they ran out because of the Corona. Or three they shells. They had to use seashells. Um, <laughs> oh. The I. Which I've seen, I've seen a diagram of how you're supposedly supposed to use those. Just saying, you will rip your butthole open. Don't ever do that. You will bleed. Use corn, if a, anything. A shark. A shark. You never heard of the stop corn it. You mean no. the husk from a corn? Like, yes, yes, that's what okay. I meant. Don't use that either. It'll give you a paper cut. It's awful. You guys are bad people. Better than a what shell. Go out and get yourself some uh. bark. Okay. Take some bark off your tree. Just use. Make sure there's no bugs. No, on it. <laughs> just use your fucking hand and wash it off, you psychopaths. You know that I'm stuff that's called cut... poison ivy. Go I'm not it. gonna. I'm not gonna cut my butthole. You, you um, know there are these things called rags. And <laughs> no, my. Well, my whole idea is is that we we've talked about the idea of fictional people inspiring you, the idea yeah. of fictional stories. Uh, being a representation of the time that they were made. It's why 1984 comes up constantly. Um, these things could be potential warnings or they're just entertainment. Pick what you want. What you take from them is you. But when you're having situations like this that are mirroring things that we have essentially seen for decades, 
the fact that you don't well, go home and think about it on a personal level seems really strange well, to me. It's like, well, John, I watched the movie and it was fine. John, you got to remember this too. Movies inspired people to be like engineers and stuff. Like Star Trek has inspired Star engineers, Trek, yes. doctors, everything. Just because a movie inspires someone to do something great doesn't mean the movie also won't inspire people to do the corruptive shit in those no, movies and that's, too. And and <laughs> no, and I and that's been the argument for uh, our video games violent. It's that big thing we've had for a really long time. Right. And I go, um, at that point, what people are advocating for is we. It's um, the idea of putting warning labels on a pack of peanuts saying that this thing will contain nuts or hot coffee has hot coffee. You know what I mean? It's this idea of like, we are holding back and not telling the stories that need to be told or using the rhetoric that needs to be used to fit the story being made because we are worried about backlash when that is essentially pre censorship. It's like this idea of like, if I censor myself correctly and you see it on YouTube constantly. I can't use certain words. I can't use certain images. I can't say certain things. If I'm censoring myself because I think I'll be deplatformed, mm-hmm. that in itself is inherently already a problem. And that's the big issue. The, sen- the, the idea that you are creating censorship proactive or pre- like in a pre and proactively it's the weirdest thing because we're retroactively censoring things while trying to keep people from even feeling safe enough to say the things that they want i've always said free speech is good because giving somebody the opportunity to say something stupid on a platform hello hi guys um you're welcome, Internet. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the idea is is that you can find the people that you disagree with quicker, and the people that maybe, like when like the idea of like when uh, if somebody is just filled with hate speech and doing stuff constantly that is very very like against the norm, mm-hmm. they're calling themselves out. It, it removes the work for us. It's like it's kind of like the idea, and I'm not gonna say whether or not I agree or disagree with the idea. But when somebody flies the Confederate flag outside of their house, mm-hmm. you're there. They have the right to do that. But guess what happens? You now have been considered something. We don't know what it is, but it does give everybody an opportunity who doesn't like that kind of stuff. I'm just never going to ever converse with that person. I'm going to stay away from them and let them have their own little bubble. And they will be, a terrible person by themselves or a good person by themselves. I don't know their values. I don't know what they do. Sucks. Maybe they, family. maybe they just like Dukes of hazard. I don't know. <laughs> it was the flag on the general. Therefore it was Dukes cool. of hazard. The movie even made fun of that or yep. yeah. Yeah. It was the movie. Look, man, it's just, it's like nobody's going to ever have the ultimate answer. And I just think keeping when you, when you can reach so many people like there, there should be a vetting process when you're putting stuff out. That's what focus groups were like, do what you need to do. But the, the hard part is, is we just, everybody wants to police stuff so quickly on the internet mm-hmm. that um, they just want to censor everything. So nobody can do anything. 
So even the people who are being just and noble and paying attention, like even those people on YouTube are having an issue getting through the nonsense. Like imagine somebody like a Philip DeFranco who can't be monetized, like regardless of whether or not I agree with him right now or anything like that. When he, when you say the word COVID, you can be demonetized. That's oh, yeah. crazy. They stop that That's, now. They stop that. Well, hopefully, but the fact that that was that, happening was in the first thing, place. Yeah. Which it's funny now because I I didn't know that was a thing, and we were saying COVID on here. I mean, we don't fucking monetize this shit anyways. Yeah. But um, like what I didn't know that the global bastard. Yeah, like people were calling it like the soda disease or the pop disease, the, be- the beer, the, the beer, beer bug. bug or whatever. I'm like, what, what? Why are you guys just being a bunch of pansies? So what if your video gets like notched? Who cares? Just to say one fucking word, that's censorship right there. So. Or even just the idea about fair use. You use a clip for six minutes to create a oh. three-hour video and and. Somebody yeah. else gets to Something steal your I actually want to go That's into insane. in the future because of what happened with uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yep. Hmm. We don't so, have to necessarily I, talk about that today, but right, right, yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm afraid we're going to get into a deep dark hole of politics. We did all. Well, no, we did like okay, what were but... we originally talking about? Oh, movie theaters or no Disney? Yeah. It was Disney. Well, just di- getting it's mostly rid of, Disney. Disney basically getting rid of it's all Disney. Uh, Disney basically getting rid of like the movie theater platform as their main platform that they've used, which is sad because they've used the theaters for decades to become so big, you know, and, but they're seeing that, Oh, we, we can just put it on streaming. I don't understand how they're going to make money off of the streaming platform without jacking up prices. Well, as of right, well, as of right now, they're like the only production company like that has a plan. Like Mandalorian season Warner Brothers two, two and three or Warner Brothers done. has their shit set up. Yeah, Warner which yeah, I think is they're, they're following Warner Brothers is because uh, the Warner Brothers is making more content. Key word that John said plan. Warner yeah. Brothers is working, but I don't know if they have a plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea is, and I've always said this um, since streaming stuff started. They don't care about quality; they care about quantity get something out that people will watch and they'll go that way. I and I'm just not for two seasons, but I'm just, I'm not that guy, man. Make something good. I'll wait, make it good. Make it something that I want to watch multiple times because it could be really awesome. And there's nuance to it. And there's Easter eggs and all kinds of good stuff that I could learn from it. Um, or you know what? Fuck it. You guys aren't making anything good. I'll just go watch white chicks again. Or watch Lord of the Rings again, or Cool Runnings, can, or like movies when they were good. How about can that? we just let independent artists just do some shit? Like, I'm tired of oh, everything is Disney or Warner Brothers now, and that's it. And I want to see you? more shit. Lions How dare you? Godzilla. Night Netflix. Netflix took the reins. Cuties. We need a cuties. No, 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 cinematic no, 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 no. universe. A cuties <laughs> cinematic there is a universe. New cinematic universe. If you guys want to hear about it. Is it cuties? No, uh, Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. No, let's hold off on that for the next run. I already know Michael's sad that we went longer than he normally wants to. No, that's cool. It's good conversation, dude. Um, There was something to talk about. I'll talk fucking all day. I don't even care. I'll talk uh, all damn day. There's some shit Tivis wanted to talk about, though. 
or a question or something you had you had brought up before. And oh, I, said, I didn't know sure, if you wanted to up, do dude. that this one or not. Um, I don't it. remember I mean, what it was, so because I I never like yeah. if, if if either of you guys just so you know send me something as a topic um, that you want to bring up. I l- just know I always forget it, <laughs> so because I'm not gonna sit all week long and think about it. I'd rather it come off the cuff. So, <laughs> so uh, I, you know, I was watching. We talked about Phil just a little bit ago. I was watching his report on uh, the oh, Disney the Franco? stuff. Franco. Yeah. Okay. And in the comments, something caught my eye, and I'm not even gonna bother to look up the person or what they said because who cares? Okay. Uh, Something along the lines of the one thing we learned from COVID is that celebrities aren't essential. And I thought that was an interesting, interesting take because it's like, in a way, I can kind of see where they're coming from. But in another way, they're keeping a lot of people who are considered essential stain. So how essential do you think they really are? That would be basically a definition of what we think essential is for an individual then like how much do you think we need celebrities in our world because celebrities or art celebrities because celebrities if you want to expand upon that i would expand upon it because you celebrity means somebody that has like a stature of certain height at least that's how i see the word celebrity um but you can still have actors Actors, I feel, are essential. Musicians, artists are essential. Whether they're super famous or not, I feel that they are essential in keeping creating content. Um, well, here, music, well, just media, movies, whatever. To keep, to keep whatever. the conversation, for the sake of basing conversation, feel free to keep going. Yeah. Celebrity is defined as a famous person. Nailed okay. it. Or the state of being well-known. Okay. And I think, yeah. and I think that's the one we should run off of. Yes, because okay. being well known equals famous. So let's go off with the they're, idea of you're all, well known because right. you can be infamous, which is exactly the same thing, just with yes. a negative connotation. Now, are we looking at then celebrity well known? Would yes. it be like a cult following? Like they have a cult following, and that's it. That could still be a well-known celebrity. That's person. N- no, but that's not the same thing. Like so, so celebrity Charles then Man- would be well-known as a no. But Charles Manson, thing. but Charles Manson is a celebrity in his own right. He's well-known. Uh, he and he had a following. Yes. And um, the whole I- the whole idea. No, no, no. Is- I don't mean like cult fall like a cult cult. Like no, I'm no, not, no, like, no. Okay, they are though. But <laughs> okay, but but yeah. but but the idea is is that you just hear the word cult. Yes. I, I don't know how we would define it. Feel free to clickety clack on this one but um my idea is is i don't think we're talking about do we need celebrity i think it's a societal issue where do we need hero worship and that's what i think we're doing of course we're gonna have celebrity the idea of doing doing something that influences people or you are put on a uh on a platform that you reach out to a ton of people at any given time that will make you it will give you celebrity status mm. but it doesn't mean that you it's what the person with that status does versus the person who is idolizing that person those are the two problems is the extremes on both ends this person who who goes 
well, since I am famous and I have this platform and I'm going to do that, I'm going to use it to manipulate my viewers Yeah, and infect them with my ideals in the way that I think sh- things should be. Even though that's not why they love me. It's why I'm not revered. I'm revered because I played a character on a show or I did a thing once and people like me and they love me and they want my opinion, but it doesn't mean that they should take it at face value. They shouldn't ingrain it into themselves. And that's where the hero worship ends up on the other side as a fan obsession stalker. Those kind of things exist. And Mm -hmm. that's the extreme on the other side. So I think with, I I took this uh, like, okay. Do you think like, are these people needed? Like are Um, actors, book writers, songwriters, musicians, absolutely. Playwriters, directors. Yeah. Because they're like, just because it's fictional doesn't mean it can't potentially be historic. And are they considered essential worker? I I guess they're not really Mm. needed. That's the thing is, are they essential? But at the same time, without them, a lot of us. I would not say that. Are they, you said you don't think that they are needed to run the country. I think. Art has We're arguing two different things is the problem. We're well, arguing two let, things. Let me finish so, what I was saying. Okay, I okay. think I think the uh, the people who are there who keep you know everything running, you know mm-hmm. the stuff that the food, the sure sure sh- yeah shipping and shit like that, they need it to keep themselves sane because otherwise, yes. like. But here's the, the reason but, people are angry. <laughs> no, but here's the but here's, these jobs suck. This could potentially be it could be a false equivalence or a fallacy be a little careful with, I understand the comparison, but I don't think the comparison is needed uh, would be my opinion on this one. Uh, but I understand what you're saying. The idea of like, we need truck drivers. We need grocery stockers. We need farmers. Mm-hmm. Do we really need entertainers? And I would make the argument. Um, yes. Um, escapism is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, you don't want to, remove the motivation of future people to come in and potentially come in and uh, take over and be the future for the entertainment. Because us as humans have always wanted entertainment. There's a reason why cavemen drew on walls. There's a reason why... uh, Gladiators. Yeah, we had amphitheaters and all that stuff. Um, Plays and all that shit. every Every waking hour can't just be necessity. We need... We need um, we need escapism. We need entertainment. Look at jesters, jesters for king's courts and shit there you like go. That. Beautiful. I I love all these examples. These are great. Um, and even in times of of hardship and everything, back in you know knights or medieval times, we'll say yes. They had now, jesters. They had them come out. They had well concubines, yep. but that's and here, a and different he, type. Well, of Well, that's a different type of entertainment. <laughs> but my issue is, is this is an idea. You're, you're also, this is, this is something that I brought up a thousand times and I really, and I really like this uh, conversation to kind of springboard it. Mm -hmm. The idea that just because it's entertainment doesn't mean it can't have knowledge and, and value and history to it. Mm -hmm. The idea is when you look at a book, when you, or when you read a book or you look at a picture or you listen to a song, hear the words, hear the things like there are certain instruments that never existed in certain cultures. There are, there are lyrics that you would never, uh, 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 there are myths and stuff that we would never know. Yeah. And without those stories, we have no knowledge. 
And even though some of it's fiction, a lot of this stuff were things that people believed in, like literally believed. And knowing that kind of headspace really can keep you from falling in. It's the idea of a history constantly repeats itself. And with movies and books and songs and, and, and all this stuff, the way that we, we um, evolve due to the things we saw before, we can not only go better, we can get better. We can perfect quote unquote uh, streamline, but also keep from doing the same thing theoretically, which as a species, we, have never seemed to be able to do, mm. but think of the idea like um, we've been making stories for a thousand times, but we've rebooted them and then turned the book turned into a movie, which also had a cartoon, which they had a song about it, which they had an audio book about it. Mm-hmm. And you got something different from each experience, uh, either because it was a reiteration. Uh, the Bible's a great example. Um, Every time the Bible is translated, quote unquote, we we get a different perspective. Um, one of the greatest things I'll ever hear, and it's why I like dogma. It's a parody to where if you grew up Catholic, yes, you could probably be offended. But I like the idea of you being able to suck it up for a couple hours and self-reflect. Mm. And um, Kevin Smith said one of the coolest things that's always resonated with me when it comes to religion, but I still argue it's the art of storytelling. It was an evening with Kevin Smith. I think it was his first one. Uh, He was at one of the colleges and he said, it's really strange. You know, I was sitting there thinking about the Bible when I was making dogma and, you know, here's a moment where we look at Greek mythology and chuckle at silly stories. We look at Roman mythology and chuckle at silly stories. These people believed in that shit for a very long time. And he goes, well, I wonder how long it's going to be until people look at the Bible and chuckle at silly stories. And I go, that always resonated with me, regardless of whether or not you believe in it. It's what you took away from it. Um, Stories should inspire. They should have merits. How much you want to believe in the text. That's up to you. Mm. But Teaching me something moral and just and good, I think is timeless and it should be part of culture regardless of where it comes from. And that's how I've always been. So yeah, there you go. That's my Ted talk. (laughs) No, 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 no. I share a lot of, I want to hear what Mike has to say before I I give my piece, but I I share a lot of what you said. You want me to go off of the base? Like what you, what you were talking about? Like, is it, are they essential? Uh, You can go from that. You can go, you know, like, well, of course, I think entertainment as a whole. Celebrities yeah. are part of entertainment, unfortunately. Yes. It's an Not inevitability. Fortunately, yeah, yeah. It's an inevitability, <laughs> yeah. essentially. Yeah, I am inevitable. I am Iron Man. Inevitable. <laughs> um, no, I, I 100% agree with um, pretty much everything that John said. Like, mm-hmm. look at look at history. We've always had entertainers. We've always had something no matter how bad shit has gotten, there have always been some form of entertainer around to still entertain, to, to, the words the might black come out plague, wrong, the, the Black Plague still had to, plays and stuff Right, happened, well, you know? you've always needed entertainers to distract. Like, I know we don't yeah. like 
they're they're distracting the people with this news or shit like that. No, like you use entertainment to distract your mind from the hardships that are going on in the world right now. Like escapism, escapism, distractify. Um, Oh, I like no that t-shirt. Distractify, distract. I want that. Like you, you, you want that. Like I don't want to sit here and just like. I have no books. I have no music. I have no fucking movies or TV shows or plays to go to or, you know, anything to just entertain myself. Then I'm just sitting here thinking, okay, so I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to eat. I'm going to get up. I'm going to work. I'm going to sleep. Get up. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Repeat, repeat, repeat. The mundane aspects of the life. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and then the only way, I mean, granted you without TV, you wouldn't have the news to show you a lot of the bad shit, Without the uh, papers and shit, you wouldn't have. We the also bad have shit. new, but we have the choice to. to we yeah. have so much stuff now. We can choose yeah. what we. There's say. so many choices nowadays, but you know, to be able to to distractify myself, I love that word. Anyways, um, I actually like it. Now. I use it around the house all the time, <laughs> but to you to be able to distract myself from everything that's going on not even just in the world but in my own life like if there's something yeah. i don't want hey i'm gonna go turn on the slasher movie and you know reminisce about these teenagers getting uh-huh, killed they got it way shit. worse than me <laughs> yeah. at least i didn't get a knife in the back <laughs> you see that chick she just got slammed up against a tree in her sleeping bag that's why you don't Damn. sleep in a sleeping bag like that <laughs> um so weird question uh and i guess before yeah. tivis goes off um because this is something I always want to bring up. Because we do talk about escapism, which yep. is an element of it. But I've also always really harped on the idea of how helpful it is potentially for people. Mm-hmm. Um, what are things that you guys didn't know that you either were motivated to learn about or you specifically learned because of media? A song. A movie or a TV show, lots or a book or something, something like and when I say book, not like a yeah. textbook, but like an entertaining book, because I could tell you my vocabulary is just through the stratosphere because of people like Kevin Smith. Right. Um, I learned words like gentrification and shit like that because of him. Um, I lived it. So monosyllabic. I learned because of him. And um, yeah, but not only that. You look at sports movies, like, are those actual techniques, um, fighting movies, yeah. did they really do it that way? Uh, cultural stuff. Is that really how it was? So They motivated me to learn more about the film because I right. was so entertained. And because of that, it inspired me let, to learn more than being in school mundanely. Let me take your question first. Sure. And then use it to finish up my answer as well to Tivis's main yes, thing. Uh, um like like you were saying things that you can learn if i'm say just and not trying to offend anyone's fucking careers okay people but Chill if i'm out. just like wa- working at walmart as a stock person okay same yeah i can go home and watch something or even read a book and learn about different things to do that might one either make me better at that job or two make it so I can go out and get a better career, do something better with my life in general, not just, and it doesn't even have to be of a non-fictional piece of work. Like you can learn a lot from fiction. Clearly people have, have been like, like I said, with star Trek, people have moved into careers and their lives have been. Well, Indiana Jones proved that being a teacher doesn't have to be completely useless. Exactly. 
Well, also, I would even say, like, I, I this fucking stupid-ass <laughs> example that came up because of that. Um, uh, think about movies that show the idea of a mundane life and yeah. you can escape it. Uh, yep. Office Space. Uh, one of my favorite. Well, wanted. I mean, you don't want to always wanted. do what they do in the office space. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, you know, but like wanted this idea of like everybody can absolutely sympathize and empathize yeah. with these yeah, yeah. characters stuck in these cubicles that go off and do these grandiose also, things. If, if, if you anything, watch, it can motivate you in a hyperbolic way. If you watch really wanted cool. and you do work in like a computer area and there is a dickhead pissing you off. Yeah. Hit them upside the head with a fucking keyboard like Chris Pratt got hit. <laughs> yes, thank you. I was wondering if you remember it was Chris Pratt. That was awesome. Andy Dwyer himself. See, we gotta keep it. it. We we this is entertainment. It's how you we You're learning do. something and Circles, you're having baby. fun. You come into Um But no, I one hundred percent say yes, celebrity celebrityism and media is something that is is needed. It is not do we something need celebrity? that should be pushed back. Do we need celebrity? No. No. It's an inevitability though of yeah. Trying Even to if the- say we got rid yeah. of all of the big name celebrities that we have, then what would we do? We watch like indie artists. What happens? Yep. Then they grow up. Fucking Ten years South from Park now, did this. South Park did this about Walmart, I think it was. They burnt down Walmart or some shit. They went to their local store. That local store built up into a bigger thing. Then they fucking burnt that place down because it was what they didn't want in the first place. So it happens. It's inevitable. Yeah. It's fucking Thanos or Thanos. Inevitable. Like, come on. Like, that's that's you what it is. Inevitable. So, and, and and now we can answer your question. I think, John. Unless Tivis, you want to go on your. It wasn't question. my question. No, no. You <laughs> asked a question too about oh, learning yeah. stuff. Um, oh, yeah, but yeah, Tivis, yeah. do you want to? Answer John's, or do you want to answer your own question? Like, uh, I think you've heard from both. Yeah. Of us. Do both, man. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with. Every, okay. I, I was also going to bring back. You know, they inspire people to go do things. To you know, whole careers can be inspired from one simple thing mm-hmm. that they saw as a kid, uh, or read, or heard. And it's like, yes, this this stuff is essential. Maybe not in the sense that this person's thinking, but in the broader scope of things, we need this. And uh, like John was saying, this learning stuff, um, Steve Irwin. Oh, oh like, wow. Great. He yeah. inspired me to learn so much about all kinds of animals. Bill Nye. We literally talked Hell about Bill Nye today. Bill Hold Nye. Hold off on the Bill Nye shit and watch Beekman's World. Fuck off, guys. Beekman's World was another one I watched. <laughs> Ratman, uh, <laughs> Bob Ross, Bob Thanks Ross. Bob Actually, Rock I never Ross. knew who Bob Ross was until I got older. By the way, like until he became a meme, I should say. But uh, <laughs> uh, my dad was always a history buff, mm-hmm. so a lot of that rubbed off on me, like unintentionally. Like I don't think I'm interested, but then I'll hear something in like a film or something that'll send me down the. Uh, you know down a hole i'm researching all kinds of like the history of fucking rome or the city or something and and this kind of goes into the next part because this the whole discussion kind of started with another person who like you know uh these these people we can entertain ourselves with our imagination which is true we can but sometimes people's imaginations aren't as powerful as others and you know so uh, and not only that, uh, I or think they some... kind of forget that some people can't consume the same mm-hmm. entertainment as others. Exactly. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would also like to well, add too to your to your um using your imagination and entertaining yourself that way. It's also like not only not that everyone's imagination is different, but it's also sometimes some people's imagination needs that little boost of energy. Like HP Lovecraft would do it perfectly. Like he would give you something and your mind could run off of it. Exactly. So. And uh, like Tivis, like like what you were saying. The idea that maybe not everybody can consume the same things because they have certain biases or ideals or just can't do it. Because um, I, I kept telling Michael, I'm like, God fucking forbid Tivis even gets through season one of The Boys, which is actually good. <laughs> but but then they but then they dial they dial it up in season two, but it doesn't feel worth it. And even I'm a guy. I don't like gore. I don't like adverse gore. I'm not mm. big on that ever. Um, uh, but I thought it was a novel idea, but when you break it down to the basics, if I were to tell Tivis, Hey, here's an idea about a racist superhero or like these superheroes that are bad people, but they do inherently good things, but only for selfish reasons. Like imagine like a Superman, right. Mm -hmm. That shows up in a burning building and saves a bunch of people and then he finds this like non-white family looks at him and goes good luck and he leaves wow what an impactful weird scene that could be right and it and it gives you splashes of moral ambiguity and uh potential I- idealism and, and just all this stuff that you could really not only reflect on yourself but like everybody will take it for a different reason. The son yeah. of Krypton, we're not from Krypton, but he's from Kansas. The right. son from Kansas, I live in Kansas. Like, are those the morals that he learned from here, or did he learn it from the Kents? You know what I mean? Yeah. This, you start to go down this rabbit hole, and and I think that's what media does. It gives you the idea to spark a conversation. Oh, yeah. And even if it's not with somebody else, it's within your own brain, which I think is important. The idea that you can have a mirror held up to yourself and and maybe rethink certain things mm. is a good thing. I, I think being questioned constantly, saying the question why eventually can be annoying, but asking it in at the beginning is never a problem. Right. I, I actually I, I think. I, yeah. I kind of went off of some kind something sort of like that um, with a, a tweet I put out yesterday uh, where like, you know, people need to pay attention better to their stories, basically. Yeah. Because um, if they did, they we wouldn't Move have on. so much fucking hate. <laughs> no, not like the creators, but like people that are watching the content. They're like, this is my well, fa- like X-Men is my favorite thing. Yet I'm still out here being a racist asshole because I didn't get the point of fucking X-Men. <laughs> Like, come on, like, well, really? But even not only that, like, not even getting the metaphors and, and yeah, the yeah, basic yeah. actual stuff. People literally have said that X Men movies have the best continuity of all the superhero films, and I go, well, "You've lost your mind." I would but have people to rewatch like all those, but I don't think so. <laughs> no, they don't. And I will always tell people, if anything, it has the worst. Um, especially New Mutants. Oh my god, I've I still but, haven't um, watched it. I need to go see it before it's out of the other. But. But this is the thing. You have to understand that these people exist. That have fundamentally wrong 
opinions. Mm. But it's an opinion. You can't be wrong. Yes, it can. If your opinion says that the sun is made of a cotton candy, you're wrong. Yeah. End of discussion. It's like, well, that's hyperbolic. Yes. Now, just go ahead and in your own brain, don't make me do it. Feel free to take it down to a point where it's like a mouse is a rat, but a rat is not a mouse. That's my opinion. It's like, okay, but we can confirm that. Do we want to go have that conversation? If you subjectively like something based on feelings, then just don't interact with the, the mechanics of it. Just say, I enjoyed it. It hit the payoffs. Here we go. Like I said, if somebody says it's fundamentally broken on so many other issues, like, like the stuff I talked about the boys, Mm -hmm. I set those things up. That shit happens in so many movies lately where it's like watching it. It's like, I get that it's fiction, but man, you guys didn't even try. And they're going for the big, they're going for the big, uh, big, I want the payoff and, yeah. I want the payoff, the the stereotypical payoff wow moment, yeah. but they forgot why those old movies, those were wow moments. Yeah. I agree. Because we had all the buildup. And uh, without the groundwork and the buildup, your your building will fall. I have and been going back and rewatching some of the older stuff, too, just because, well, besides the old slashers, but, like, actual yeah, yeah. older other, other films. I'm just like... When I turn it on, I'm like, God, I hope this holds up. (laughs) Well, yeah. And it's funny that we make the argument, does it hold up versus like they're universally beloved. And I, and this is something I've always, I forgot how hyperbolic Jim's Carrey's character was. in they, Oh my God. Holy shit. All of them. I I totally forgot about the ass talking too. (laughs) How'd you forget? It's iconic, man. Um, I used to do it. (laughs) my, My whole thing is, is like, so, I think the only reason why this conversation has become so prominent lately, aside from Twitter, yeah, of course, that cesspool. And of, it's just Twitter. Of, it's, it's not even all of Twitter. It's just like the film type people that follow. Well, just the idea shit. of uh, critiquing. We're in the area yeah. of we're in the era of critique uh, where there's so much stuff because and we've so been kind of halted. Yeah, and, and some people been, are like, "God, so I hope connected. no one has watched this, so I can say something first about." Well, it. now, well, now people aren't sitting back waiting for a production company or somebody to create something. Everybody can create something in a blink of an eye. Uh, you can upload it to Facebook on your own page ninety thousand billion times. It doesn't matter. Uh, my idea is that the only reason why this has become the forefront of discussion is because Hollywood did it to themselves. And if they ask why, here you go. I'm about to go. Mm. I'm about to address it. We have been bombarded with sequels and reboots and reimaginings and redos and cinematic universes that have asked us to pay attention to the continuity. That's what the MCU did. Yeah. Pay attention because everything's going to connect. So, you're going to be rewarded if you watch all of our films. Yeah. And then towards the end, there was no reward. They started giving it to people who just wanted to do it. The sequel trilogy is a perfect example. Be, you will be rewarded with the next two films because JJ set it up. And most people weren't happy with the first one because it felt like a reboot of the OT. Now, given all of these reboots... 
all of these sequels, all of these things that felt the need to not only delete old ones and say, hey, ours are going to be better. Can I say on the Star Wars front, and you can both correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not like a massive Star Wars fan. I just know the stuff. But But you are massive. I know I am. Um, Do you think that that if J.J. would have done all three, of course, um, Uh, but still would have been shit. No, no, not just that he did all three, but that they would have kept the aesthetic of like the first one that he did and just basically recreated each one. Well, okay. So, but, but here, but do you think people would have liked that better? No, no, I'm going to answer your question. Don't worry. Um, the idea is that there was a point where a couple of movies have finally lifted the veil. Yeah. And TV shows have lifted the veil. Uh, last Jedi did it for a lot of people. Um, doctor who the newest season with Jodie Whittaker really lifted the veil um man uh i could think of terminator dark fate wow this lack of care about the original uh scooby doo <laughs> what was the movie that you hated to the, um oh, happy halloween scooby doo but here you go you're t- or scoob i would just say scoob this idea that you go into prequels and change things because we had that problem with Solo, how Solo got his name. They literally did it with Scooby-Doo. They did the Solo version of that with Scooby-Doo, Out how Scooby he got Doo his name. has had like seven different origins. <laughs> but come on, man. The way he gets his name. Well, that's, did we not- need that? You could have just been Scoob. Scooby-Doo. That could have just been his name and have been fine. We, we, don't forget, we had uh, the children version, too, back in the day. A pup name, yeah. Yeah, which I would even argue is better than anything we got. They probably did the same naming of him in there, though, too. <laughs> Fuck me. I, I don't know. Oh, I I'd have to go back. That. But the idea is, is that you have, like, 2016 Ghostbusters yeah. with all the ladies. The issue is, is you have disenfranchised your fans from your franchise. Star mm. Trek's a good one. Picard and STD. Um, <laughs> Star Trek Discovery, if people don't understand, because apparently Michael didn't understand that for about a year. Um, the idea <laughs> is that you have given us 100% comparisons. We can go back now and go, all right, you guys tried to remake it. Star Trek Into Darkness is Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Which one did it better? Wrath of Khan did it better. Sorry. Uh, Into Darkness looked better because it had the tech. It had RoboCop cool in it, man. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Peter Weller. Yeah, boy. But the idea is, is that putting a good paint job on something. Yeah. Does that make it better? inherently no i i well my opinion no right but the issue is is with uh hollywood now we have so many reboots and stuff we have things to compare it to and i think that and especially again in the era of criticism and reactionary times i don't think it's even just necessarily that there's so many reboots that we're we're working with nowadays because They've been rebooting shit for decades. But I mean, um, think about it, though. It's so blatant. You're killing 30-year-old yes. franchises, yes. though. That's the thing is, and not only that, everyone can find these nowadays before. Like, do you, you think I cared about Deep Blue Sea 3, like, ruining anything? 
Like, come on now. Didn't Samuel Jackson get spit out of the shark in the third one? That was in the first one. No, spit out of. So now he's back oh, in God. the franchise. It would have been the only reason why I would have watched it. It would have been less insulting than him, uh, right, Nick so Fury, getting scratched in the eye by Let's go back then to to the main folk, like the main thing. Like, what were yeah, we yeah, 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 going yeah. on? Like, Tivis, you were going on about John's question now? Or were you still answering yours? I was in the process of him before okay. I got a phone call. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, oh, no, you're, uh, good. Yeah, yeah. you're good. I figured I'd fill the time. Yeah. You look oh, like no, you're you're good. You're good. good. Uh, but yeah, like I was saying, you know, Steve Irwin and stuff like that. They, they, and then later on the veterinarian show on mm-hmm. animal planet, which taught me I could yep. not be a vet, a vet because I couldn't handle that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, you know, we learn stuff about ourselves through yeah. this stuff. That's and... another thing I would like to bring up too is like, so people don't think we're just talking about like fictional TV. There's a lot of non fictional TV out there that mm-hmm. you can learn a lot from. Like, look at all the shit on what HGTV. You can learn how to build shit. You can learn how to do this. You can learn how to not be a fucking hoarder. You can, you know, there's so much shit out there nowadays. You can learn how to fish. Where are those guys, the the Duck Dynasty guys? I, I don't know if they teach oh, you anything. God. I've never watched that. So, but still, you know, there's so much stuff out there that you can learn from. Um, oh, yeah. but I'm gonna let you continue, man. Continue. Like, but yeah, and, and um, you know, and this stuff, you know, it's a portal to how many times can I say, you know, right now, uh, it's a portal right. into another world, basically, where we can get a glimpse of, yeah. you know, man, I can imagine myself doing that and thing. And not only that, but like you guys were saying, it, it raises morale. Like it's escapism. Like mm-hmm. I honestly believe it's important to keep up with what's going on, but everyone has a limit. Know your mental capacity. Take a break. Go do something to help you relax. Like, don't overdo it. There's a reason why jobs try to give you fucking vacation days. (laughs) You know what I mean? Again, like, I hate to bring up Hoarders one more time. We're going to burn it down, Pookie. Burn it down. Watching Hoarders makes me feel so much better about myself. Like, (laughs) whenever I walk into my garage, I'm like, all right. I can still walk in here at least. <laughs> There's no yeah. dead animals yet, so I'm good. <laughs> I bet there's roaches up the ass, though. It's Florida. No, I, I set bug bombs off all the time. Man, <laughs> Florida sucks. Florida does suck. There. What a terrible state. I think we get more snakes and lizards in the garage than anything. Oh, pretty snake. Yeah, and they're small, too. You can't. You can barely see them. So. Um, yeah. No, so, dude, uh, I, I agree with you, Tivis, man. Yeah. yeah. Not in. Not the- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know people love them, but not me. But Surfing yeah. from hell. Uh, that's, that's pretty much, you know, my. Uh, there's a bit more added onto it that I'll yeah, get yeah. into in a second, but that that is my view. You guys are frozen for me. Oh, thank God you're working again. <laughs> 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 and. For those who have been listening since I've been on here, it, I think you can kind of tell right now it's really hard for me to kind of voice my thoughts on things. So I kind of stutter a lot and I apologize. But Well, it's because Tivis, I always interrupt everyone and I'm the most terrible person ever of, ever made. <laughs> uh, duh. At least you can admit it. <laughs> uh, you know, and I think it's important. That's the, that's the what is it? The first step, first step. to... Uh, to, to, to sobriety to fix yeah <laughs> and yeah. yeah so in short yes i do think 
they're essential in in what john was saying a bit earlier on with putting them on a pedestal kind of thing hero worship and stuff mm. uh anyone who gets upset about that blame your neighbors blame your parents because we put ourselves here <laughs> you know well, we wanted to learn everything about them we made them the center of the tension and so now they are on the high step platform that they are because yep. we did it yeah well okay kind of. i wait okay so could you elaborate on that i'm a little confused well i mean yeah. look at all this the e-network which is now dying uh yeah. it was designed all around celebrities uh Matt oh Keys, all around learning about their lives their personal we design well we design well, everything around celebrities nowadays well is what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah i can kind of see that in a roundabout way like you have e-network e uh entertainment uh, uh so you have fucking tmz it's like, like anyone out there who gets mad about a celebrity voicing their personal opinion on stuff and saying, you know, what weight does that carry? It, mm. it doesn't. But the fact that you think mm. it does. No, there's a prop there. So, so here's the gray area. This is where um, 20 years ago, I would have uh, absolutely agreed. I say. I, I understand 20, it uh, Well, no, Tivis, 20 years ago, I would have 100% agreed with you. Mm -hmm. Because the only insight and look that we get uh, from the actors and, and their way of life or whatever, and we'd have to take it with a grain of salt, is anytime they did like a late night show, an interview uh, with like, oh, my God, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be on tonight with the uh, uh, yeah. uh, chin guy, Jay Leno. That's or why something. the paparazzi formed. But well, now you have Twitter now, and Instagram and all here that. Here we go. And now the problem so. is, is I don't actually believe. Yes, I'm sure, like, especially like the CW, like, okay, hey, Candace Patton, Iris West, you need to take over today and post your ass off yeah. for funsies. But then you have somebody like Stephen Amell, who actually cares about his product, cares about his character, cares about what he's doing. And that guy is not only making like his own business ventures, like with the wine mm -hmm. seller and stuff, but he also cares about his fans. Mm -hmm. He is choosing to do these Facebook meetups, to do these Instagram things, to do a lot of this stuff. I'm sure some of it's promoted, but most of it's on his personal channels. He usually yeah. makes that relatively uh, clear. That's them. And I don't think they should be demonized for being nice to their fandom. But no, when you not at all. Not at but all. when you start using the fandom for nefarious things. Well, that's why I wanted to go back and amend what I said. It, it doesn't carry it. Okay. It it's, shouldn't we're a different weight. beast. It's a different beast now, especially yeah. with Twitter and how accessible people are now. I, uh, look I at can, influencers I, and how many people just do the things that they tell well, them to do. Well, it's funny. I, you'll like this. This is really funny. Uh, I'm going to bring this up because Mike, this is actually relatively uh, topical for us. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to bring on, Hopefully, if there's anybody in chat who cares, or chat, quote unquote, uh, audience. <laughs> We're not live, John. No. Listeners, shut up. Shut up. Um, Aiden Paladin is somebody yeah. I'm really looking to try and get on. She is like the queen of overt research and, and talking about stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen her on YouTube, recommend it. I believe the topic was parasocial um, relationships. Um and it came up a lot because of uh, stuff that's going on at uh, Rooster Teeth. So, Tivis, I, I I figure you could be 
uh, with me on this one. This idea that like the issue is, is that there's a difference between like an Aubrey Plaza. I like her. She's a cool actress. Yeah. And she's done some stuff on Instagram versus you have people like the Rooster Teeth community. They call it the community and it's them. They are their brand. Their own name is their brand. And they push that these are the people who we are. Of course, from time to time, they take on quote-unquote meme personas. Mm-hmm. But those were personas built from funny characteristics that they decided to be hyperbolic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about that too before. Like, even even ourselves on this show. Yes. We're, yes. we're not yeah. constantly always like this. Everywhere Absolutely we not. go, like this is a hyperbolic Speak for statement. Yourself, man. I'm one of the most <laughs> introverted. I'm one of the mo- like, and I used to be an extrovert, man. I I'm, but I've been so introverted in the last. COVID's few made hours. everyone introvert. Oh wait, I'm not allowed to say. Well, COVID. no, like oh, I no. literally like I literally almost hate people at this point. Like I worked in yeah. the food and beverage industry for like ten years, and getting away from it was one of the happiest yeah. moments of my life. I was like I, I was asked. Earlier. There's a reason people asked, are angry at these jobs. <laughs> I, I was asked in a, a meeting the other day. They said, um, "So, if you got like personal information on somebody, how would you keep it safe?" I was like, "Oh, easy. I don't fucking talk to anybody. I wouldn't like, say anything. I was like, what the fuck. I don't I talk to anyone. <laughs> right? I probably I forget in shit. two seconds. Yeah." <laughs> We'll talk about stuff on here, and I won't even remember we talked about it. Same, dead ass, dude. Same. That's why I re-listen. Same. That's why I have to re-listen all the well, time. Well, you have to edit, so yeah. You, you... I edit, and I still re-listen after it goes live, so I get to listen well, with just, the audience. That's just because you're a narcissist. Who I loves, am. I, I am oh, a narcissist. I, I love mean... John. What do you talk about? If I was such a narcissist, I would be listening to my voice. I'm usually listening oh, yeah, to just true. your voice. <laughs> Why? Why aren't Tivis and I like lowered down? And the only person we can hear is Michael the whole time. Uh, not to go too much of a tangent, but this was months ago before you invited me to be on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike was. We were some kind of weird discussion with phones, and <laughs> Mike goes, "Yeah, that wasn't that interesting. We're probably which is fair. It was just us talking." <laughs> and I'm like, "Phones? What the hell are you talking about? What? I get. What's that?" What? I'm so confused. We were talking about Apple versus uh, Samsung or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're like, I, uh, I'm gonna take that part out. I'm like, you guys, you guys what? tried to make an obligatory fuck Apple like segment without me. How dare you? Uh, no, you were there. Oh, I was there. Okay, well, double. <laughs> so yeah, we me. all Jesus. forgot about it. But it was the same day. Yeah. And he's like talking to me. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? What phone? Uh, well, because I'm well, because the whole thing is, is not only am I n- trying to be as articulate as I can, I'm also trying to listen to you guys in the same space. Yes. So, like, I have three conversations going on in my head at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. The idea of like, who do I respond to while I'm saying what I'm doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. While, you know, just it's while also trying to constantly. It's like a roll a Rolodex. You're trying to evaluate game. what you're going yeah. to say, what we're saying already. Well, on top of memorization, yeah, like remembering what we want to fucking say. time. It's like you guys say something. It's like, oh yeah, fuck, season three of something five <laughs> years ago. Trying <laughs> to keep it in mind while the topic keeps changing. Trying yeah, yeah, to exactly. interrupt yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 
Well, there's a lot of conscious deal, elements. Try dealing with it being ADHD, and my brain just doesn't want to listen to anybody fucking Mr. talk. Mr. Epileptic over here. The fact that you don't fucking follow while we're recording conversations. Right. I know it's. I, Isn't I, that the weirdest I, thing too? I'm epileptic. Is and epilepsy... I love watching horror movies that have flashy lights. Non-stop. See, I was about to ask you. So, is <laughs> epilepsy just visual, or can you be like overstimulated by sound and stuff too, or is it just visual? I'm not sure. I think it's just a visual. All right, let's test it. Right. All right. All right, Tavis, I need you to start playing the drums, and then I'll just start screeching. <laughs> okay. But no, like, okay, let's go back real quick. Um, Like what you were saying, like, they're, they're kind of a character on the show while still being themselves, like yeah, we yeah. do. We do that sure. same. Tavis, you're not there yet. You'll be more hyperbolic later. You're getting there. You're getting there, dude. I, we can see, <laughs> we can see it just building up. We can see you'll you'll get there. Uh, and and if you do, Hope it's gonna closure. be my, it's it's gonna be Mike's fault because he already soundboarded you with the I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> this is how I am with my wife, and this is why she tells me I need more friends. <laughs> oh shit! Really? Stop talking to me about this stuff. I don't care about. Well, I actually got lucky. I actually infected uh, Hannah with it. Um, yeah. Like I talked about the Scooby-Doo. Like she's like, it is actually a lot of fun to pay attention. And that's definitely a different mindset. It's one of these things. It's like, I just want to watch it. It's like, yeah, but we don't get a lot of time together. So when we watch yeah. something, we want it to feel worthwhile. Yeah. And we want to make sure when we watch it, it's like, did we fucking love that? It's like, yeah. Did we fucking hate that? Yes. Okay, the one we fucking hate. Can we just put that in a box somewhere? And yeah. We, she actually bought stickers, uh, like purple dots, pink dots, green dots. She goes, from now on, black Good, dots bad. are ones. <laughs> we put black dots on ones. We're going to keep awesome. it for the sake to put it on the shelf. But she goes, black dot? No, we're not watching it again. Fuck it. I was like. Hannah, you are the fucking greatest person yeah. in the universe. Nick, will do, Nick started to do that a little bit more, but there was something that happened last week, um, which I didn't <gasps> say on the show, which is funny. Uh-oh. But, like, she's been talking more after something decent that she likes. If it's something that I just liked, like, if we watch fucking Tusk again, she'll just be like, I'm out. Well, yeah, she watched um, American Pie and realized how slutty she was. Oh, no. No. Um, damn it those girls weren't uh, ple- slutty ple- either on the sh- on the movie dude like no i was just I, no i was just good. i was hoping for the me- uh, it was for the meme that yeah. nobody knows about shit that's a behind the scene thing yeah see that was really um, funny by the way sorry you'll none of you will ever know okay <laughs> but uh the other day she we were listening i was listening i should say to kevin smith talking um Hot. and he was talking about of course him and his wife so uh, how him. his wife just doesn't fucking love like talking about any of this pop culture shit or anything. And that's yeah. why he does like 5 billion podcasts. On it. It's like, I need to get it out, please. And she overheard him saying something about how, yeah, oh, I go shit. home and I say something. My wife just tells me to shut the fuck up. And she's like, Oh, you're like him. And I'm like her. And I was like, Oh, fuck you. dude. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. We so, have a sticker system of our own. It's called anything on my bookshelf is no. Oh man, that's sad. I'm actually looking at your bookshelf. I'm like, you got some decent shit behind you. That's fine. I mean, you should organize it. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I wish. I want to so bad. It looks like a big old bag of anus, but 
but it looks like you got some good stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No, I, I agree. Going all the way back to my thing, this stuff is important. Uh, but yep. one thing I will get into is someone who tried to have a debate with me about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, know your history. Uh, don't tell oh. me that plays weren't prominent uh, <laughs> until pre-industrial society, which wow. started around the 1700s, and the first recorded play is around the 1500s. Somebody uh, doesn't know about the fucking world stage from fucking... Ugh. Ugh. Shakespeare. Yeah, that's, that's Shakespeare. It's just amphitheaters are a thing. For uh, a yeah. reason. Like, uh, that's a place. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that you two prompted a question that I've fucking perpetuated for a billion years. So I appreciate it. Thank you. I don't feel crazy. Is Mike talking or is he just mouthing words? Everybody's going to get red-pilled oh, someday. There, there, now I'm not muted. <laughs> Jesus. No, I was just saying I loved the conversation too, John. So, yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, I liked it a lot. Oh, I the liked listeners a lot. enjoyed I it. it. I liked it a lot. Oh, I liked um, it a lot. So, Fuck Boy Season 2. Uh, do fuck you boys recommend? is that that's like a porno, dude. Fuck boys season two. I, I would probably watch that over the boys season two. Uh, Adam a- Adam Sandler movie, go watch it. Hubie Halloween. Now, would you watch the spinoff still, John? Spinoff of what the, the, the teenage clicks or whatever it's gonna be called? Wait, what the boys spinoff? It's like the yeah. college one or high school. No, one. it's gonna be shit. No, absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. I've Just never curious. even heard about it. I've never even heard about it. And if you can't even keep your your fucking your flagship show, fuck off. You're going to uh Amazon's going to fuck up Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's going to be awful. It's going to be absolutely awful. Yeah. I agree. I they're telling with, people they're going to the be in nude scenes in a Lord feel... I'm sorry, it's over. Like don't even bother. Okay. I thought it was like, going to be awful before, but don't ever just don't do it. Um <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, it's not like Michael knows what I'm talking about because he's never I fucking have no seen idea. Dude, I only have one left to watch. Chill out. Get hold your panties. It's fine. It's been almost two years, you f- one That's a year. A one a year. <laughs> I hate you. It, actually it's been like more than like twenty years. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. I'm just like I'm just not having this conversation because you make my soul angry. Um last words. Finish out everything. That'd be great. Yep. Uh, and um don't worry about the word essential, but should art and escapism and stuff exist? Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But can we say the thing I advocate for is you got some time little bit extra quality would be nice. Take a little time. Let's write the script before we announce the date. Let's mm. do that. Mm-hmm. Just a little fun. Maybe maybe three redrafts. Seems fair for a multi-million dollar budget. Just going to throw that out there. Nothing, nothing wrong with writing a good, solid script. Nope. You'll get your entertainment in, so and you'll Hollywood. make and you'll make the, and you'll make the dipshits like me happy because it all logically what, hit, and we'll all be happy. What I took from that Hollywood is you either need to write better 
quote-unquote tighter there you go hannah scripts <laughs> god i or, wish it was tighter oh no or just lower your oh, budget Dennis. just lower your budget just lower your budget for John to like your movie more. Well, to be fair, just go on Twitter and lower your standards, apparently, because that's all it takes to make a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're feeding it. Aquaman. Ah. Oh. End game. All right, let's go. Let's go. I'm ending this. Let's go. You got a quote. All right. Let's go. Let's go. No. All right, my quote comes from Kevin Myers from American Pie, the <gasps> first one. Shipwreck? No. Oh shit. Kevin Myers. Kevin. No, Kevin was uh Rookie the, of the, the year. fucking Thank you. He was the one who went down on Tara Reed. Yeah. <laughs> he did the tongue tornado or tongue twister or some shit like that. I think it's tongue tornado. Is it tongue tornado? Okay. Yeah. Alright. Here we go. This is a little bit longer one. By Kevin Myers yeah, from American it, Pie One. Would it be a tongue twister, if you will? Okay, sorry. No, it's fine. Gene Simmons tongue. <laughs> Scooby-Doo Oh, do you think Gene Simmons put the tongue on Velma or Daphne? Okay, sorry Anyway, no, just, it's fine Nah, he did Scooby We're all, we, It's fine, keep going Shooby-dooby-doo <laughs> Oh no, don't do it <laughs> Scooby-dooby-do me, am I right? Alright, let's go Kevin Myers from American Pie 1 no longer will our penises remain flaccid and unused. From now on, we fight for every man out there who isn't getting laid when he should be. This is our day. This is our time. And by God, we're not going to let history condemn us to celibacy. We will make a stand. We will succeed. We will get laid. Today, we fight and dine in hell. No? All right. Please do Galactus correctly, Disney. They won't. <laughs> Silver Surfer, not happening. Later, nerds. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch every episode of Operation Babel on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babel. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babel group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Don't forget to find Mike on all social platforms, including YouTube, by searching Mike Shrews, M-Y-K-E-S-H-R-E-W-S. You can find John on Instagram and YouTube via Bald Man Bad. Thanks and have a great day.